What's the average listening total on these? 60,000 downloads this week. Really? Wow. Nope. Oh. <laughs> what if Master Wang, she wrote a letter? And what if Master Wang, I burnt that letter? Do you get to choose or do people are just, just oh, yeah. like orgasming around you? <laughs> no, that would Like get, walking to the bank get... and everyone's like, blah, blah. <laughs> What's up, what's up, little sugar puppy? Welcome to the show. First off, maybe you've heard, but there's a bomb little short film available on Amazon called The Horse's Ass, which you should definitely watch. Pause this freely downloadable, handsomely recorded podcast brought to you in part by Tito's Vodka and go check out the courtroom comedy about four bridesmaids suing their stripper centaur. It's available now. Just click the link in the episode description, baby. Send me some money. Love making money. Very cool. Don't forget to email that snugglydragon at gmail.com with your questions, concerns, funny stories to be read and answered on the radio. Give this nice, give us a nice little review over here. We deserve it on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe and tell all your best friends. As always, scooch on over handsomely to snugglydragon.com for updates and fun stuff to look at, both new and old. Q's pet peeve of the week. Quote, when people mistake the smaller-leafed, finer-textured Camellia sasanqua for the larger-leafed, more upright-in-form Camellia japonica. More like Camellia cabello, Cuban-American ultra-hotty pop star, whom I often mistake as my long-distance girlfriend. Ooh, okay, slip. Been right onward. My guests today are two old buddies from high school. We spent many years translating ancient Greek and Latin texts together. They are just hilarious, brilliant, wonderful peaches. A lot of laughs and insight in this one. This was very much fun to record. Enjoy the show and watch the horses ass. Love you guys. Oh, I have so much love and appreciation for all, every single one of you. Oh my god, oh my god. Snuggly Dragon Podcast. So, welcome to the podcast. Here we go. We're sitting next to Ian and Evan. Awesome. In a real fancy studio. Ivory walls with mm. with rich tapestried mahogany. And, yeah. and are those tigers over there in the corner? Those are real live tigers. Yeah. Somebody Made get those out. Carved out safe. of marble. That's yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Real live stone tigers. <laughs> Got to get our story straight, boys. Anyway, Evan, you said the coolest thing. You said you watched my movie. I did. What did you think? Because that's the first item. I'm, I'm just shamelessly self-promoting. That's that's the paradigm I'm going for. Is just constant, repetitive, annoying, in your face. Everyone watch this. So talk about it. Say some nice things about it. Say some nice things about it. Or say, <laughs> tell us what you really think, but say, as long as it's good. As long as it's thoughtful. Even yeah, if it's a negative review, I'll, I'll take it. But before, as as before can I get like the 10-second synopsis? Uh, yeah. When four wild bridesmaids lose the family engagement ring during Don't just a read the Amazon description. Bachelorette. Who do you think wrote the Amazon description, <laughs> you son of a bee? And now he cut me off halfway through. <laughs> It's a bunch of hot babes mm. on a bachelorette party. Mm. They wake up and discover that the engagement ring is gone. This is The Hangover. Mm-hmm. I saw that movie. There is certainly elements of The Hangover. There's elements of The Hangover, of my inspiration. It's a flip and gender. Flip it yeah. gender-wise. Still kind of dude humor, I would say, I would think. But that was kind of part of my experiment was to make babes. 
mm-hmm. have dude humor. See if it worked. See if it was still funny. Well, Jerry, so I, so I really appreciate. It's I appreciate. So progressive. <laughs> very, very cool. Cool yeah. guy radio. <laughs> what he did there. <laughs> it's I. I appreciate a concise plot. Okay. And it is a know, short film. So it's it a short film. So that was good. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I like the setting. I like the acting. Good. The when it went into the mythical realm through mm-hmm. his eyes, loved it. Good. Which, good. which character is Max? So I was he supposed to be a... the stripper centaur. Mm. <laughs> of course, <laughs> there's a stripper they, centaur. They, they didn't I, cast you before. <laughs> I mean, I've cast everybody. What do you think? You I directed to... <laughs> the goddamn movie. So, I wanted to play the stripper centaur, but directing, producing, it's a lot of work, so I decided to take a subliminal, is that the right word? Smaller role? What's a good word for smaller? A... Subterranean. Petite. <laughs> I just took he was a, a subterranean <laughs> role. He was a, he was a, <laughs> you went underwater. That was your job. You were scuba. Okay, subaqueous role. Subnautical. Yeah. Subnautical. Mine was better. Subaqueous is better. Subnautical. Well, decided to take that role, and uh, <laughs> so I'm just a, a quick little little goofy part. Um, not a main character. I don't like know. a centaur fish, merman. They call that merman. actually. I know merman. that. Merman. He got to flex his Australian accent, mm. which I appreciate. I wasn't flexing. I was just, I was just <laughs> saying it. You know? Weird flex. <laughs> that is one of my favorite memes, by the way. One of my favorite meme paradigms is weird flex, but okay. Mm-hmm. You can add it to anything. It's like it's really great. The Bitmoji got their hands on it. Uh, I'm a humongous fan. Love, of love Bitmoji. Oh, what a good idea, right? I Come love it. On. I thought it was so stupid money? until I no, got one. Do they make any money? Do they make money? Not everything needs to be about money, you know? True, but so who's, so who are the developers? They're making bank, though. Yeah. They, they probably get exclusive rights to Snapchat. Yeah, you, you know can, what I mean? I you can, can get Bitmojis that have, like, Nike outfits on. Oh. Adidas-sponsored Oh, yeah. We're Game of Thrones on. shit. Oh, you get, like, a winter is coming if Bitmoji. You, if you have a platform that reaches every iPhone, you can figure out a way to make money off it. Dude, right? not everybody's got an iPhone. Everyone's got an iPhone. I know. Ian, why you got to green text us? Why you got to put us in there? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I just... What what are you rocking? An Android? Yeah, dog. I'm rocking the Pixel. It's tight. It comes with a fabric fabric case. Gotta love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the only problem is my clammy-ass hands just make it all gross-looking. That's kind of cool. Yeah, was, yeah it's nice. I was recently experimenting with, uh, thought experimenting with just making everything dry fit. Dry fit glasses. <laughs> <laughs> dry fit diamonds. Like dry fit, like everything. What and does this even look like? How do you... Well, it came about because dry you like... fit suit. I wanted a dry fit suit. Yes. Mm. Like a, you know, like a suit with the tie and the shirt. Oh, and I was going to say, cool? I thought you probably already have a like a dry fit I was going to wear so that's my new Puma jumpsuit I'm in a big tracksuit phase matching top bottom print just tickles me to no end where do you wear it where don't you wear it, Evan? I don't know. Where, like, are you going you to the wear, grocery store? Where do you wear it? clothes? I haven't built up enough courage to rock. I just got it for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you, um, Honestly, I'm shocked you haven't had a tracksuit up for until the, now. Do you I wear know. it with a gold uh I wanted to impress your friend. I thought necklace. Ian was bringing a friend, so I like put on my like legit shirt. I was going to go, yeah. You didn't gold, need to put on the shirt. This operation looks so legit. Gold chain, <laughs> no shirt, <laughs> tracksuit. That's, that's my default, right? <laughs> No Jeez. undershirt. <laughs> How'd you settle on a you fabric? You put on the extra chest case? hair. I got some chest hair going. Come mm-hmm. on. Oh, yeah. Ooh. 
Is that enough or too much for all of the? I land on that bell curve. I think for your nipples the are even out smaller than that. Never lift it up his shirt. Tiny nipples. <laughs> I passed the nipples. Talking about chest hair. Let me see. I'm looking all for right, a dime. Definitely has no. So, yeah, I've got more chest hair than Shay. Like Let me see this. You can just go from the top. You don't have to go from the bottom. <laughs> He's wearing a V-neck undie shirt. Yeah. All right. So this has been a new yeah, development for me. Liking to wear. Oh, look, see. Now that's. <laughs> Now I'm giving him a full nipple view. That is just a that's purple just a n- just nipple. A nipple. <laughs> <laughs> He's making direct eye contact with me the whole time. <laughs> Got to appreciate that. Talk to me about your recent developing chest. So I'm no, I'm starting to put on V-neck undershirts, okay. and it's reducing the amount of pit stains. Yeah, that's mm. really that's been much. a game changer for me. But does it also reduce the amount of hot babes you get to touch? Yes. Your silence. <laughs> the pause was everything you needed. Are you also wearing a rosary? What, what are you? Uh, they go. They go to undo it. It's like, ooh, oh, undershirt. Oh. Well, cause come on. I got it. I got it. Isn't it way sexier? <laughs> Just like a bare chest with no undershirt. Isn't that? Isn't that? Objectively, that's why the deep V it gives you that same thing, but you have the comfort. I know some dudes, so you are rocking V neck. I do, I am rocking the V neck, and it's not a rosary slice like a giant. And this is like a cut of t shirt now, like a euro cut. What do they call it? Euro cut or something? It's a U, it's a U cut or something. Um, so I have friends who will wear that for the exact same reason, so you don't sweat as much, and it's just a giant parabola. Like a, I was hoping that's a birthday. You don't have yes. to go to math class tomorrow. <laughs> if you guys think we're not talking theoretical physics and parabolas, you guys can just go ahead and leave now. I mean, I I brought my book on parabolas. I see. Mm-hmm. I was a little surprised you did. Yeah, well, I just it comes in handy every now and then. Par- Parabolook? Parala- parala book? There's something there? We'll figure it out after this commercial break. Just kidding, we don't have that. <laughs> we, go, we go straight through all the way to all the way. But talk to me about your new chest hair. What, you like what, it? What, how, how do you incorporate that into your The day? implants, like, yeah, you know, it costs a lot, but you know, we finally, finally raised the funds. There is somebody on this planet who has chest hair implants, I guarantee. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can give you his number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you looked me off, dude. I'm sleeping in his backyard. <laughs> um, uh, have you gotten any any babes say like, oh, Evan, your hair is so chesty? Or No, wait. Yep, <laughs> that's what they usually say. <laughs> They come up to me. So hairy now. <laughs> hey, my chest is over here. <laughs> <laughs> Any, no thoughts on it? Uh, on just chest hair? On ch- I'm chest hair in general. I, I, I appreciate enough? it. It's an is additional this? amount of warmth. You know, it's 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 an important yeah. endeavor. If you shave it, it looks you look more jacked, right? Uh, no, there's nothing. There's nothing, nothing you can do I can make do. me look more jacked. <laughs> That's, but there's a, see, someone looks more jacked, either Evan with a shaved chest or Evan with not shaved chest. Which one is it? There's a non-zero effect. There's a no. There's a third reality out there. <laughs> I'm waiting for it to kick in. The limit does not exist. <laughs> yeah. See, I I have the situation where like when my shirt comes off, people are like, "Oh, you have some chest hair." <laughs> I wouldn't beg you for a chest hair guy. But yeah. I've known you for so long. I'm I'm loving this beard. That's a recent just development. Now. Actually, it's like two years now. Well, you've been living in California for a while. In California, dude, no, you got a whole sleek kind of mm. fabric Cali guy thing going. Dude, for I you. do have a fabric. I wear fabric. Your pants match your phone, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Quit hiding from it. <laughs> I was um, hoping you would notice. <laughs> before we jump into you, not everything's mm. just about you. Yeah, Ian. that's fair. 
we're gonna read a couple horses ass reviews because we got some funny ass one. Is that the name of the movie that we're talking about? It's called the horses ass. Ian, we, I'm, we said, I'm so sorry. I no, just, he's just doing it for another plug. Yeah, I'm, just I'm sorry. Can, oh, I'm can you say what it was called again? It's called the horses ass. Well, is the it, horses, is it horses ass. on Amazon? <laughs> ass? The horses ass? Yeah. The. the Horses ass. Is, is it two ninety nine to rent, or did I buy that? Do I you have it forever? That? <laughs> I have that now forever, and it's on my mom's Amazon. <laughs> so that's not the only thing of mine. Your mom has forever. Wow. Hey! And we're gonna take a quick commercial break where I punch him in the face. You in heaven's mom? <laughs> Just kidding. Really messed up. Just kidding, bro. Come on, Max. You, know, you I didn't tell your mom you're treated with a little right. more respect. Here's, no, I didn't. Here's oh, five she's stars. Be real sad when she what's what's I the know. most amount of stars? Is five? Is that is that good? Five it stars. Is. It's good. Oh, this one says Brad Pitt stamp of approval. Sexy and talented cast. I wasn't able to be a part of this one. This is from Brad Pitt. But looking forward to future projects. <laughs> you got through halfway. With director quarterback Max Fisk. Didn't even have to do abs today because I laughed so hard at this film. Five stars. Is that that's all Brad Pitt? You said that. Mm-hmm. Whole it says thing? it right here on the internet three times. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Oh, that's his username. It he, says Brad Pitt. I don't know. What are you going to say? This was yesterday. How much did you have to pay for these reviews? Um, Probably not a lot. Hold on. There's one more. I'm not, I'm not even going to give you that one. because. Oh, this one's great. Wait. Is this from Brad Pitt also? Mm-hmm. This one's from Lorenzo Spector. Oh, actually, I've heard that's Brad Pitt's alter ego. Entitled mm-hmm. Just Watch It. Also five stars. Now, that's Kevin Durant's... Uh, Utterly incapable <laughs> of pulling my eyes away. I laughed. I laughed some more. And somewhere along the way, I learned what it means to live. That is fab. That's good. All that's right. creative. That's all I want. That, honestly, that's very helpful and, and wonderful. That's all I wanted to say. Just had to get my little my little plug out there because the horse's ass, the horse's ass, the horse's ass, watch the horse's ass. It's available on Amazon right I'm sorry, now. what is it? No, but it's actually just one, the horse's ass. So it's so when you search it, you don't want to put all three. The horse's asses? Just, oh, oh. just one. <laughs> don't, you're going to have a lot of confused <laughs> listeners out there. The horse's And when I say a lot, what, what's the... What's the uh, we got what's the average listing total on these? Thousand downloads this week. Really? Wow. Nope. Oh. <laughs> but, but I was fact, about to take back the so much of my sass. <laughs> just the like, eyebrow wow. raise level that just happened <laughs> is enough for me because it's believable now. So fun. All right, enough. Come on, it's my first movie on Amazon. Give me congratulations. A break. How do you feel about it? I feel great. It's. It's been such a long process that I, I don't know if I'll do it again on my own. I would love if someone else is producing a movie like, hey, direct this, do all this cool stuff. Sold. But, oh, my God, it's been like three years, bro. And, like, now it's finally getting to the masses because you got to do a year of film festivals and, and you lose momentum and it's like you got to mm-hmm. plug yourself. All right, I have a question for you. Crazy. What are the, like, unexpected hmm. most interesting parts of directing, producing centauring ones that you, quarterbacking uh, films so again i wasn't the, the centaur here although i did write that part originally for myself most unexpected surprises Ooh, i can't name all of them and i don't want to go all harvey weinstein <laughs> but whoa, whoa, whoa. most all good sayings say, start with that <laughs> all i'll say before i get myself in even more trouble is the most desirable guy on set who is it who do you think Brad Pitt. Lead actor. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Lead actor. But even the lead actor has to submit to the reign of the director. Director is steering the ship. He's a guy in charge. He's calling the shots. And that that has uh, ramifications. 
ramifications on young ladies' subconsciousness. Because apparently, universally, all women are attracted to three things. Mm-hmm. What are they? Centaurs. Number one, mythical <laughs> glutes. <laughs> Number two, True. marble living lions. <laughs> I have heard that. Tall, high-status alpha males. Was that all three, or is that tall, high-status <laughs> alpha males? Oh, okay. The I universal, that was just the, first one. the universal things that all women across all cultures are attracted to in a man. Shit. Do you know the one universal thing that all men are attracted to in women across all cultures? Where are you getting this is information, Max? <laughs> this is from Dr. Gad Sad. He's a professor of evolutionary psychology at some college in California that I can't remember. Shit. Checks out. Wait, you have to be tall? You don't have to be tall. And you know what? You've you've come a long way. <laughs> yeah, you used to be a lot shorter. You used to be very short. <laughs> <laughs> Little background. That's, that's a real compliment, guys. <laughs> Ian de Blanc. <laughs> in fifth grade, when Max Fisk went to Country Day in fifth grade after mm-hmm. the first day of school, or maybe it was when I was visiting, and it was decided that I was going to take my talents to Country Day. I'd committed, verbally mm-hmm. and on paper. Ian goes home, tells his mom, there's someone new, and he's just as tall as I am. <laughs> my mom tells me that story like once a week. She loves that story. Like, I think your mom know. made that story up. <laughs> she does make up a lot of shit, Mom. <laughs> Anyway, the number one thing that all women, um, that all men find desirable in a female mate. And this is in the heterosexual realm, of course. Sorry for my heteronormativity. Mm. Wait, are we taking, are we guessing? Yeah, take a guess. You take a guess first. Hmm. Birthing hips. Final answer? Symmetry. I'm going to go ding, ding, ding. I knew it was going to be that one, but here I guessed it. I didn't pick a different one. The price is right? Is that a rule on the price is right? Yeah, the price is right. If you one person says birthing same. hips, then you have to come up with a new one. And the last person always guesses... Birthing hips. <laughs> last person As always the guesses goes. the number... <laughs> the number that's like one under the other person's number, right? Yeah, no, no, you want to... Like you can't move. go over. Right, you can't go over. So, so if sometimes you guess you bet $500, one then I'll guess 499 No, 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 you'll bet $1. No. I don't know the rules. 99 is the single worst thing to pick. <laughs> that would be the worst one you no, could pick. because then you're close if it's 400. No, but you can't go no, over. you can't go over. So you pick one. And wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. How's that affect the guys? Wow. This whole room thing. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That has so, that has so, become so ingrained in my vocabulary, I don't even think about it. I just go, wow. Wait, are you doing Owen Wilson or are you doing a cat? Doing Owen Wilson. You sound like you're doing a cat. Oh, wow. Oh, hey, wow. Wow. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no. So that was, that was a cat. That was a good cat. No, that was a good cat. Yeah. That was a good cat. Owen Wilson would be like, wow. Return wow. 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 to our theme here, <clears throat> the hourglass figure. Mm. So you were half right. You get half credit. 0. 0.5 rounds up to 100, doesn't it? Um, this can't is a pass, this on is him. A pass or fail podcast. Wait, yep. can I get my parabola book back out and check on that one? <laughs> you may not. Mm. So, jumping back, circulation. I did want to ask you about California, bro. What's it like? Dude, just your posture reflects an, an ease. In a... We're both California bros. Are you roommates? No. no. Just cool bros. Just cool bros. Just on the cool, <laughs> cool bro <laughs> podcast. <laughs> It's a great deal. What city? So you're San We're in San Francisco now. You're both in San Francisco. Yeah, now. he followed me. And you're not roomies? He missed me. What the heck? He moved up because uh, he moved up with uh, a girlfriend. Yeah. With a babe yeah. named. Wait. 
Let's not use. We went through names. this, Max. There were rules at the start. <laughs> the host of the show, bud. So we moved. We moved out together. We were living Will in Santa Barbara. Will you mouth her name to me just so I can know who it is? Okay. Okay. So okay. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going to be so moved, high school. So we so, moved up to San Francisco no. and lived in a lovely one-bedroom apartment. Ooh. Things didn't work out. And now I live in a three-bedroom apartment. Whoa. <laughs> With cool bros? With two cool bros. Oh, He's living mean? right off Haight-Ashbury. Ashbury. Yeah. What does that mean? That's like the center of the San Francisco is, counterculture. Is do, do I want mm-hmm. that? <laughs> you like that? You like that? Okay, right. <laughs> Yeah, counterculture. He, yeah, he's like a regular hippie now. Mm-hmm. Well, hold on. What about the cult? Where's the culture? What's the central of the culture? Yeah, you know, we don't. So they got that. the Grateful Dead house. Janis Joplin lived there. Jimi Hendrix. What are you doing? Get like a kind of Brooklyn thing they're going. Doing, they're doing some of this. They're doing some of that. <laughs> okay. Any uh, obvious highlights? Any like? Oh my God! I get to see that every once in a while, which is nice. The nature. The nature is unbelievable. Ooh, ooh. All right. First of all, fun fact: San Francisco, two hundred fifty parks. In San Francisco. You heard it here first. I did. Yeah. Wow. Don't fact check me, but I'm pretty sure that's true. <laughs> Please. Someone, someone told me that Some one. Some of them are loosely defined. There's just parts. hella green yeah, and trees mm-hmm. and beach. Green everywhere. Huge beach. Incredibly cold. Basically never want to go to the beach. Oh, no. Yeah, you yeah. wear a sweater to the beach. It's a different life. Yeah. Beach sweater, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> bring your dry f- <laughs> Bring your dry fit suits. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. How warm. I think those would be really hot, actually. Is not it breathable. The, no, it's not. Wow, the that's beach the you, you want. Not. You want windbreaker action mm-hmm. on this beach. I love dry fit. Dry fit sponsored by skin. Skin grafts. Oh, replace. Wait, you want dry fit skin? That's yeah. your X Men ability. <laughs> you want. You want fucking. Dry fit skin. Oh. I feel like it's, it's already like, kind of pretty much dry fit. <laughs> you're like chasing guy. the bad guy. You're like, it's pretty hot. Just dry, dry fit mode. Oh, I gotta look way cooler. <laughs> nice. Now water will sleek off of me. In Family Guy, when they all get magical powers and Meg's is that she can grow her fingernails. And everyone's like, oh. <laughs> Ow, that kind of hurt. Ah, is that bleeding? No. Ouch, though. All right, wait. Can we take a, a quick 30-second oh, what's your superhero power that you're going to yes. pick? That's another rule. Tangents out the wazoo. Okay, great. I love that rule. Uh, You go first, Seven. I know it's overplayed. I'm going to fly. I choose fly every single day. Get up there. Get a good view. Travel really easily. Get the wind. You definitely need dry fit if you're going to fly. You can bet your bottom dollar. Damn. Yeah. So you would fly over teleport? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, because you get to enjoy the enjoy Finally the journey, Max. It's sick. not all about getting to the destination. But you, you know could, what? if God you could it. teleport, right. you could teleport with a squirrel suit on, and then just like fly for a while, and then teleport someone exactly. else. Exactly. And then when you're like, well, flying was fun, and then you like, boom, I'm on the beach. Why am I going to wear a squirrel suit? <laughs> I could just wear normal clothes. Because you can teleport to 50 kilometers oh, up yeah. and just fall and then just ride it. the wave. See, this baby. is why you <laughs> fucking chose flying because you don't get You're it. You're a little impulsive. He's being yeah, impulsive he's tonight. Grab for lemon drinks. Yeah, he's no, flying. He didn't even look so. at grapefruit first. If, if I can't fly, maybe I'll go. I mean, you can fly. You just. You I just don't want to pick flight. Playing the second fiddle. Of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. I like that. For the sake of radio versatility. Cool I guy, mean, reading versatility. minds would be cool. Give me some options. Like, if I could read minds, if I could be, like, 
super fast. Walk through walls, which is strange. Don't pick walls. So a lot of people pick man. A lot of people pick invisibility. Dude, invisibility would be sick. Invisibility sounds creepy. You're you're creeping around. Yeah. You're true. It's a it's a life of creepiness, but what a life. <laughs> Wait, so you're invisible, but you still displace matter in the yeah, same so way. Yeah, like so you, like if people bump into you, they're going to like fucking beat the shit out of you because no they're chance. getting attacked by a ghost. What's your first move on an invisible guy? You punch. Just Where flail. do you punch? <laughs> flail. You just flail. I'm just watching you. I back up three steps. I hold my breath. You can't see. You're going, ah, where are you? Where are you? Yeah, that's what Wait I would till do. Wait calms down, and then I'm just form tackling you. No, you couldn't beat up an invisible guy. With, with half a brain, no chance. All right, whatever. All right, I'll tell you what my power would be. Well, there's also, sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt you, mm-hmm. the ability, uh, I shouldn't say this. What, what is this, self-censor Friday? Come on. The ability to make any woman orgasm instantaneously. <laughs> really? Without even having to touch them. You having trouble, Max? <laughs> <laughs> you betcha. What if you could just walk into a room and just say, hey, what's up? And then she just... Do you get to choose or do people are just, just oh, yeah. like orgasming around you? <laughs> no, that would Like get, walking to the bank get... and everyone's like... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> that would get just also messy. Okay. <laughs> it's it's a localized focus. It's a very giving... It's a very giving Ian. super... Superpower. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what's your superpower, Ian? I'm not saying I'm picking that one. I'm just saying it's something to consider. <laughs> All right, I'm going to simmer on that This one. isn't the kind of thing you just pick, okay? If you get a superpower, it's like, can I talk to dogs? Can I hang out with Santa Claus? All kinds of stuff. Yeah, I think that was actually going to be mine would be hang out with Santa Claus. <laughs> just like, how does he get around every house every night? You know, it's crazy. It's a logistics issue that it's I still haven't solved. Unbelievable. You know. just want to hang out with him. I just want to find out. I know we're not supposed to say people's names. But fucking Dustin Davidson told me that Santa Claus wasn't real in fifth grade. Wow. Did you just took you to fifth grade? <laughs> no, I mean, second grade. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Hold on. Hold on, Mr. High and Mighty. <laughs> yeah, it was fifth grade. I, I didn't, I wasn't sold that he was fake until fifth grade. Dang. You wow. wanted what to did believe. You, what did you learn? I don't know. Spoiler I feel like alert, I was like, like... kids. Yeah, kids don't listen to this. Kids should not be listening to this podcast. <laughs> they should. <laughs> Hang up now. It's called the Snuggly Dragon. It sounds very appealing It does. We to children. Japanese people who like dragons. Um, mm. But kids, go go away, please. Okay, yeah. Superpower. Sorry. Kids of any ethnicity. Then we're getting back to Santa Claus. <laughs> <same clothes. laughs> uh, I'm going to bring race into this. What you race brought you. I didn't say little black kids. Hang up. You I, said, whoa, who said black? I think you, you said little said Asian kids. And then kids. you said little <laughs> Japanese kids. I'm sorry if I said ethnicity, if that's the wrong term, but I, I meant more said, any kids. I said we get Japanese downloads, I think, because of the name Dragon. Like, it's not, I'm not going to do a Japanese impression <laughs> because I'm not good at it. <laughs> that's why. That's, that's why. a good choice. <laughs> if I were good at a Japanese impression... Would it be not cool to, to make those noises with my I mouth? don't think that that's cool anymore. Mm. Yeah, but fuck that. What's the difference between that and like doing like an Australian guy's voice, right? Like, I'm not Australian. I think it's about true. intent. It's about... We're trying you, to do goofs, right? Not, well, if you're not making fun of that of, of that nationality or ethnicity, you whatever term you want to pick. California for too long. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's not bad. I think so if I that's think... the only thing that we have to give up <laughs> to be a bit more PC, it's nice. Fair. My Fair. mom got. Uh, she she told me that she was she felt so bad for me 
because I refused to go along with her while she was just fat shaming someone mm-hmm. in the airport the other day. Wow. Yeah, she was just like sitting there and being like, oh, you know, just because it comes in that size doesn't mean you have to wear it. Ooh. Oh, it's like, dang, burn. mom. That's intense. Yeah, that's a little mean. <laughs> yeah. Celia, you're she's breaking like, my heart. She's like, oh, come on. It's a joke. You've been living in California too long. I feel sorry for you. All right, mom. Moms. Come yeah, on. I brought this up because I'm roping you in with my mom right now. I, uh, so I'm, I was going to go back to something you said. I think <laughs> it's okay to make fun of people. I think that's mm. important. What's wrong with making fun of people? Come on. You got to be able to laugh at yourself. I feel, I feel lukewarm people. about making fun of people. What's, what's the point of bringing more negativity to the world? Though? Like, what do you, that's it, not negativity, though. Creating, creating people, creating laughter, right? That's positive. Right. As long as, well, as long as it's a, sh- it's a shared. Experience. Yeah. So I think an important key here is power dynamics. So Ooh. I think, I think, like ultimately, if I come from a position where, um, like I can make, if I make fun of somebody from a position where I can't understand their experience, where I benefit from a like relative power dynamic to this person. Like, I don't think that making fun of that person um, is fair. And I don't think that it's, you know, I, I, I can't understand their experience. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know what it's like to, to be this person to have that identity. And so, therefore, for me to use that as a tool against them. Tool against them? Yeah, I guess it, it comes back to intent. If you're, like, if you're like being mean to them. I mean, come on! It's a it's a blurry line. It's a blurry right? line. It's a, it's a blurry one. line for sure. Yeah. Uh, but certainly, I think as the power dynamic, the disparity there is is greater and greater. I think we have to be a little more careful. I think that's fair. I don't know. I don't know if I think art and therefore comedy should ever be censored. Mm. But maybe don't be a jerk. And be respectful. Kind of a case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Be respectful, but but you, you don't. You, you don't. To... <laughs> you don't agree with the respectful. No. I just, come on. Come on. Of course, <laughs> respect. But. I guess don't run away with it so much that you can't make jokes. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of a, as I kind of delve into this entertainment comedy field, it's mm-hmm. like, I've definitely pushed buttons, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh yeah. I've, 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 Have you gotten in trouble for pushing buttons? Uh, oh yeah. I, trouble, eh, but I've, oh man, I was doing, so I, <laughs> I've, uh. Just in an effort to kind of stay sharp and funny and engaged with people, you know, I've uh, been doing some stand-up comedy. I haven't done mm. it in a while because last time I did it, this happened. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a set about having a super hot cousin. Mm. And, <laughs> Great start. And it's... Is this based on a true story? I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> you'll have to come but see You'll yes. have to come see me. He's nodding his Do you have a family or you need to I was hoping this would, would not make it to her ears. Mm-hmm. Oh, not so that she's real. She. Not that she <laughs> exists in this dimension. Mm. But talking about my hot cousin, talking about women, and it's all female hosts. Like the, the MCs are, are women. So like between each comedian, there were about 15 or so. But between each one, one of these women would go up and say some you know clever stuff and then introduce the next comic. And I did my set, and I got some laughs. You know, I was, I, was, I was doing pretty good. The way that your voice just went up there makes me feel like it was all right. Well, there were only like <laughs> ten people, and they got. But maybe there, it wasn't was raucous applause. It wasn't <laughs> extreme. All right. You did great, Max. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got some genuine laughs. Everyone loves hot cousin jokes. Mm-hmm. They're really in. 
Come on. Everyone yeah. loves a hot cousin. So I go at the end of the night, and there are th- these three women, and I'm thinking, hey, like, I'll make some friends, you know, I'll network, I'll see what's up. Excuse me. I go up to them, and... You're like, are you related women, to me? These women will just nice. not orient their bodies towards me. Mm. I'm, I'm kind of standing there, just kind of smiling, like, they're talking, and I'm, you know, waiting for for that alley-oop to kind of slam dunk my way into the conversation, you know? And it's just not coming. It's getting frosty on uh, the past. It's just not coming. standing out in that outer rim. It's yeah. such a tough time. Dude, it was... And it wouldn't have even occurred to me for a million years that they're doing this on purpose. It's just like, oh, maybe, you know, they're just not as friendly as the people I'm... Because this is not my scene, you know? This mm. is... I'll say the bar. It's 12 Mile Limit. This is... I don't really... I've never really hung out there before. Um, I don't know. Is that a reference to something? It's a, a bar. Oh. Is and that the movie with uh, Eminem? 12, yeah, 12 Mile. That's 12 Mile. really good flick. 12 Mile Limit. I'm not really sure what that's a reference to. It's the prequel to The <laughs> Horse's Ass. Ooh, available now. On Ooh. Amazon? On Amazon? You can buy it. It's not even a rent. <laughs> it's a buy. You... <sighs> Three ninety nine. No Smash do, that buy button now. I had no idea how to do pricing. I just, I thought about it. For I think you go higher than two ninety nine next time. I did a little bit of market research, and there was buying. It was all the like stuff on iTunes was short films. Only had the option to buy for two ninety nine. Hmm. So it's you like, should have done two ninety eight. Is that an option? No, actually, it's not. <sighs> no on one's Amazon shopping around on Amazon <laughs> like, well, I was gonna buy this, but I'm looking for the cheapest. <laughs> you should just stand out a little bit, you know. Shut up for like a second. <laughs> Is there a my sort story? by cheapest short films? Because then you should. <laughs> Long story short, I Yo, pissed Max, these girls off. Story? They didn't want to be my friends. They told me off hardcore. They told Eventually, you off. Finally... There was a confrontation. So yeah, I was gonna get there, but Evans like making hilarious jokes and <laughs> totally upstaging me. Oh, you should have gone two sixty nine. Ooh, oh, yeah. they probably even let you do that code. because it ends at uh, nine, which I feel like is the important part. It has to be dot nine nine. Oh. Yeah, so it's either one ninety nine or two ninety nine. There mm. is no middle ground. Yeah. It's fucking mm. classic Apple bullshit. Amazon. Amazon. Oh, Amazon. Sorry, what are we talking about? <laughs> anyway. Twelve mile. Everyone's favorite. So they're just not letting me in. They're not letting me in. I'm looking away, and I'm just like, okay, fine. I talk to some other people. I come back. I sit. I say, hey, can I sit down next to you? Like saying, hey, like, let's. Be friendly. They're like, yeah, yeah, sure. And finally, oh god, they one of the women. I start talking to the bartender because no one, none of these three women are talking to me. I'm talking to the bartender, and I, I get back to this conversation, and it's one of the women says, uh, "Oh, and she kept the recording on the whole time while they started having sex in the interview." And so I said, "Sounds like it was a successful interview." <laughs> Did you say sex successful? Sick. I Ooh. should have. Six eyes just turn and just. Laser focus on me. You missed the context on that one, didn't you? Oh yeah, that was your wait. <laughs> that was your that was, that was your jump in. That was my that was your like we take this alley oop to the thinking. house. So this girl goes ah uh, non consensual sex recording. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> Max has found his opening. I'm still learning. I'm still learning, right? And. The, this girl just starts telling me, giving me the business. The way you talk about women is disrespectful. I cannot believe the things you said. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I'm, I was kind of trying to get philosophical because I was genuinely interested. Like, well, what about censorship of art? And what about, like, and all this kind of stuff. And they were just not in the mood to, like, discuss. They were just trying to shit on me and tell me that I was horrible and, like, I suck and go away. And I was like, whoa, like, my intent is to make people laugh. Like, mm. 
I'm just like learning and I'm just trying to say stuff with my mouth. And they were so mad. And um, that was the last time I did stand up comedy. Dang, dang. Yeah. Well, you learned. Maybe don't or use did that you? material. I don't know if again. you have. It, it doesn't see, sound I like don't you know. have. But because I've used that material on people and they've laughed raucously, like on women. So it's like, do I change my the things I say just because of a little bit of negative critique, or do I look for my audience? And, and it's like, do you listen to your critics or do you listen to your fans? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I I think these women were being so gender identity politics kind of women th- that it's like they they kind of used me as their projection of all the things they hate about masculinity. Maybe a little bit of that going on. I don't know. It was it was dicey. And I was very uncomfortable. Because mm. ultimately, I'm I'm there to make people feel better, right? So maybe I just got to research a little more, read rooms. There is probably like, some value in the fact that you had this conversation. Like, now something to think oh, about. Oh, definitely. I haven't, I haven't offended anyone, I, I don't know, to my knowledge, in a very, very long time. So it was good that I offended those women. <laughs> That's the takeaway. And there it I, is. There's the learning I learned, moment. I learned something. <laughs> Do you tell your kids about Santa Claus? Go back to this. Ooh, I want to hear yeah. your story about this because you gave me the business. All right. So here's here's the thing that I recently read on the internet. Somebody suggested that you should get your kids gifts from Santa Claus, but like one gift. And then you should get them a baller gift from you. So that way, they grow up being like, oh, yeah, Santa Claus is cool. And they, like, talk to the kids about Santa Claus. And that way, if, like, one of their friends gets some, like, you know, stuff from Santa, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I got way better shit from Santa. Right. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, Santa came to my house, too. But my parents are dope. Dude, that's pretty good. I I know. Because then you get a little more of the credit. Yeah. Exactly. Which is really what I want. Like, I don't want my kids thinking... (laughs) I don't want my kids thinking that, like, some fucking imaginary fat guy is showing up and just, like, balling out for them. Like, no. Don't fat shame Santa Ian. (laughs) Chip off the old mama's block. I know. I think think it's good to have kids believe in Santa. That, That idea of wonder and magic. There's something about it. It gets the creative, like juice flowing mm-hmm. i was reading christmas books with my uh, you know just you know before i go to bed uh no i was reading them to my uh niece and two nephews and mm-hmm. one of them is only two months old so he was crying <laughs> it's been a riveting tale a riveting tale <laughs> yeah but that they get so excited they mm. love santa so much and that why well, take that away here's my it's issue been working with santa. for a while that dude is a commercial fucking prick. Like, he makes us go buy all kinds of shit. Suddenly, Christmas is about all these gifts we get for people. Don't why can't it be like, it on why Santa. can't it be like he shows up and gives people, like, hugs? Or because he's not real. He, like, gives them, like, nice dinner with their family, you know? Yeah. Like, if, if it was like, oh, Santa came last night, and now today we get to have Thanksgiving dinner, like, that's dope. He brought all the food. Yeah, or like he I just mean, showed up and we got inspired and then we cooked it all. I mean, we live in America, dude. Capitalism. It's, that's gonna. That's the theme that's gonna be taken for. That's like our everything. one imaginary character we really get behind. We love it. I also heard. I don't know if this is true either, but I heard that Santa used to wear green, but he started dressing in red as a result of a Coca-Cola ad campaign. Good all move, right. Coke. You guys keep saying cool stuff. I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> 
There's no <laughs> I don't way. True. I'm look but I was just in Ecuador, and all of their sandals were green. Really? True story. Did you like it better? Was it a more pleasing Honestly, to the eyes? Honestly, red looks better. They really should have. You've been conditioned. He good old saying tan. What? Yeah. Up. He was tan. This is like a cartoonist. <laughs> yep. Something about the Coca-Cola company. Mm-hmm. Look at that. This is before 1931. It's also on Wikipedia, so yeah, so Wikipedia. Santa himself may have edited. This I one. did learn. I did learn in fifth grade, probably from your mother. That I'm Careful. not allowed to use Oh, wait, my Wikimedia. mother was his teacher in fifth grade. Yeah, I'm not allowed to use Wikipedia as a source. Yeah, you kind of shouldn't, right? No, now that shit's good. That shit's real good. Shit's good. I know, they have Can't people who work for... I mean, it, it, it makes sense, but... But will I ever donate? That's another question. I give, I give $3. <laughs> Every time Jimmy Wales sends me an email, he's like, Ian, if everyone gave $3, we you could be done with this You think he's sending you a personal email? Yeah, he, he says, Ian. <laughs> Ian, give me... If you send us $3, if everyone just did it... We'd be done. Yo, next time just send six from me. <laughs> from your boy. <laughs> All right, dude. I'm this is send saying, $6 this is saying like from Great Britain and stuff. So Does it say Coca-Cola? I can't speak. Search Coca-Cola. Just command F Coca-Cola. I, I, like I would rather talk to you guys than look this up. Yeah. You, you were the one who. If you have the answer to this, email that snuggly dragon gmail.com. <laughs> Hook us up with a little bit of knowledge. Do the it in issue, the next five minutes. Gentlemen. Yeah. Is like you're lying to your kids about a bunch of bullshit, but you can't ruin it for the rest of the grade. You can't you ruin it be for the kid, right? So, I used to think you could ruin it. Yeah, I don't think that's cool. It's douchey. It's not cool, right? And being a kid is the only time you get to believe in that wacky shit anyway. And like I believed in it, and I don't think I'm worse for it. You know, I don't feel like I needed to like have my have douchey parents be like a grip. On yeah. reality, hey, it's just so you rational. know, magic isn't real, you little fucking four-year-old. Like, I didn't need that. <laughs> yeah. I really like the idea of, of downplaying the Santa into a yeah, gift. That's a good yeah, that's good Because family should be the theme. Okay, so here's the thing that I'm very excited about kids for. They believe shit that you tell them. I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I want to raise my kids. I want them to like start believing in like Zeus and Bacchus. Oh, make them a little pagan, boys. Yeah, I want to make them little pagans. <laughs> I and like, little I, I want to like, we're going to like, you know, pour blood into little bowls and like, you know. Okay, like, well, where is this coming well, from? Well, because we have to do sacrifices. What's the utility in this? Well, the utility is that later on when I tell them and everybody does this and then they like talk to all their other Oops, friends. Sorry, Jesus wasn't real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I talk to all their other friends and they're like, what do you mean that you don't believe in Bacchus? And then, like, later they come home, like, Dad, God damn it! No one believes just... in Bacchus. <laughs> I think you're saying, no, they're going to be the cool kids. Like they're like, I haven't even heard of Bacchus. Oh. <laughs> going over oh, my wow. orgy to praise Bacchus. Honestly, yeah. Fifth grade. Tight. Well, maybe. Hmm. Too soon. Yeah, too soon. a little too soon. Yeah, maybe too the soon. four-year-old orgies is a bit early. <laughs> hey, whatever floats your boat, man. I'm not here to judge. <laughs> Hey, why would I judge that? It's just a bunch of four-year-olds having an orgy. Do you not believe? Judgy. Do you not believe wacky shit now? I don't believe wacky shit now. You don't believe any wacky shit. Do you believe in any wacky shit? Wacky shit. I mean, it's about the. How do we define it? You kind of have to believe that there's something going on beyond our scope, our ability to rationalize and experiment and get there with logic and human mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah, I think. Uh, no. No. Whoa. Okay, so here's a thing that I've been exploring recently. Go on. I've been thinking a lot about God. 
Um, because I think I definitely consider myself an atheist. I don't believe in anything that any organized religion has taught me. I just think is like, I don't believe in this sky daddy figure. I think there's a lot of bullshit going on, especially with corporate religion and all that crap. But, but, but if you can wacky call, going on, if you can call him sky daddy, that's <laughs> awesome. Why is this yeah. the first time okay. I've heard that? Term? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. So admittedly, I did recently come to appreciate how dope it is that in this Christian religion that God so loved his creation of humanity that he decided to become humanity and like experience what it is to be the thing he's created. That's pretty cool, which I don't think I fully realized, but I still don't believe in it. Seems ridiculous. There's like no good reason. I have no compelling reason to think that that's actually what happened. Yeah, the, uh, the faith kind of requires... A lot of faith yeah without evidence which yeah is, and i actually really disagree i really disagree with this idea that someone is telling me i need to believe in something specifically despite the fact that there's proof of it i don't think that's a healthy attitude what god would do that you you like sam harris do you uh I, I don't listen to any sam harris dude i, I know of sam harris. sam harris oh brilliant guy and he he's just so robotic logical rational it's really impressive but the point he makes is like Dude, if you're God and and everything's true about Catholicism and the Bible and stuff, why just set it up to where there's yes, please? Why would you set it up to make it so hard and impossible to prove? And why wouldn't you just give the obvious evidence necessary? Why why would so much of it be based on kind of highfalutin, lofty? Please be real stuff. Well, what? when it was created, it was to help explain all the stuff that you can't. It was before science was there, so they were like, oh, how did all the stars get up in the sky? God. And you can't just say, we don't know. We have but to say, oh, we know. It's magic, you know. So now we're standing <laughs> at the point where it's like, all right, we know that that's not right. Mm. We Santa's know. not real. Ooh. Santa's not real. But there's there's something to having a religion in place. There's a there's a community aspect. There's a there's a lot of shared or there's a lot of commonalities between different religions. You know, people have been thinking about spirituality for a very long time. Why throw it out the window? A really a lot of really smart people that have dedicated of, their lives to it. Because of child rape and because of because of war and because <laughs> it, it's like yeah. So I think a lot a of good really... stuff about religion, but like, can we just can we just grab the spirituality? I, yeah. I'm not talking about yeah. So I'm not talking about the what the human aspect of it or. You're talking about it in its ideal form? I'm saying the form. research that's been done on a spiritual level, why why throw that out? I'm not saying that, that Jesus is necessarily, that's my way or Santa the Claus, way. Jesus, same guy? What? Oh, yeah. Not real? real. Discuss. No, Comment. <laughs> Comment <laughs> below. Yeah. So I, I agree. I think that their religion has done a lot of shady shit. Probably a net negative on humanity. Probably net negative. But I do believe that there's a lot of value in spirituality. Hasn't well, there been a hundred there's been a lot of shady shit going on without religion behind it. Yeah. I mean, there's Humans a, are just kind of dicks. Yeah, I know. That's dicks. an unfortunate reality that <laughs> yeah. it's, it's been tough, um, to, tough so to swallow. I do think that there is something to be said for believing in ideas that are bigger than an individual. Um, and so I think that while earlier on I was happy to just reject all spirituality because I tied it so closely to religion. Mm -hmm. I think that I, I love this feeling of awe, you know, 
Like when I go to somewhere beautiful in nature, when I look at the stars, or when I take crazy drugs. Piece of music. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> like, help, yeah. I get this sense of awe and I'm like, this is dope. Yeah. Like I'm I'm feeling connected to some shit that I don't fully know. Right. I love it. Yeah. Mushrooms. Yeah. Shout out mushrooms. <laughs> Shout out mushrooms. <laughs> All the way. Yeah. Um, and so I think that there's something to be said for spirituality. And I think that there's a huge opening right now in um, in something that can provide the sense of community and can provide this uh, sense of ritual and the sense of spirituality uh, without being tied to dogmatic dogma. Yeah. Believe this. You're, Absolutely. Your sinful nature. Like what? Absolutely. Um, and I, I, I think that like to wonder and to be in awe is still very exciting. And to not know, right? And to not know. That's how they kind of get you. It's like the biggest quote, you're pooped into existence. What are you going to say? Oh, like, is there meaning to life? Here, I'm this organized corporate religion. Yes, we have all the answers. Follow a couple of these rules. We got you. You don't have to think about anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Just There's believe this. For sure. Well, yeah. So I recently, I have this journal I keep next to my bed. And I pretty much only write in it. It's there for, like, any ideas I've got. But I pretty much only write in it if I'm, like, one, super anxious or two, uh, like, pretty stoned. (laughs) (laughs) So if you you were to read through my notebook, you're like, God, this guy is so fucked up. (laughs) I've looked through that notebook. I've seen seen the demons inside. It's great. Yeah. Uh, But one of the things, I opened it up the other day. And I just have I just have this thing written, and it is uh, it just says ants are to ant hills, as laws of physics are to God. I I what? don't remember what I was thinking when what? I wrote that. What do you think you were thinking? Ants are to ant hills as laws. All right, of so here's the thing I think about God. ant hills. I think ant hills are maybe my favorite animal. Uh, is animal it an house. animal? Animal. Yeah, I think it's uh, an animal house. It's a Do, home. I'm going to call it an, an, an animal. Because here's the thing. Ooh. Ants as an individual can't survive. An ant does not. Well, it does. You can't, you you can't see, just take you can an see ant. one walking around. That's true. But hive mind is such right. a thing. Yeah, right. hive mind is a thing. There is incredible intelligence that is just. I'll bite. Yeah, that comes out. A bunch of these individuals follow simple rules. And you have this emergent intelligence that does unbelievable things. Dude, those it responds, structures that they, they cave out, yeah. carve out? Builds amazing things, responds to threats, goes and seeks out things that it wants, wages they have, war. They have interstates and they stuff. Interstate. Mm-hmm. They can farm. They have ants that farm fungus. Whoa. They have ants that raise aphids and protect them and then drink their little butt What's juice. An aphid? It's like a little... Butt I'm juice? More of a bug. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like butt juice? <laughs> Head on over to snugglydragon.com. Get some butt juice. <laughs> Trademark. All right, just make five seconds of, of silly, gross noises. All right, anthills. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's really cool because you have this emergent property where you have this simple thing, these ants. They have simple behaviors, and they create this thing that is beautiful mm-hmm. and very complex way bigger than just the one individual yeah way bigger than the individual and so i think maybe what what i was thinking when i was super stoned this time when i wrote this in my notebook was that you have these simple rules that dictate the way that matter interacts with itself Mm -hmm. um and yet you have these this emergent universe that is so grand and so complex 
Um, and it has led even to things like humans, which are capable of all kind of cool shit, like creating butt a juice. sense of value mm-hmm. yeah. and butt juice. And butt juice. <laughs> I just want to... <laughs> Yeah. Um, and so I think that when I think of, a, of a, a God thing, like my concept of God, I think is, is emergent from these simple rules that create something so grand. Right. The, the fact that there is such beauty in the world, that to me is evidence of, of something going on. That's what I mean by God. Like something's going on. No, there's not a sky daddy with a white beard sitting on a mm. throny cloud, cloudy throne. And he dope, doesn't though. care that you masturbate, but it's 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 our ancestors' kind of best collective attempt at passing on all the knowledge that they have of what the heck's going on. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Did you ever first, tell yeah. him? Uh, let's, 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 I'm, let's, I'm, let's, I'm just yeah. so impressed that uh, Max just said masturbate and none of us left. <laughs> Look how far we've come. Look how far we have come. Slurping away, but oh wait, we just laughed at. Oh, we laughed. We just laughed at masturbation. Yeah, we did have those butt juice moments (laughs) a little little before this. So So my new favorite word—it's not new—but call it jayhawking. Oh yeah, I was hawking last night, like masturbation. Just call it jayhawking. What is why? I don't even know. Chalk jayhawk. What is the J that you're hawking? Just just jayhawking. Just hawking. I don't know. It's a funny way to say it. So, okay, continue. So, a couple points. Yes, totally agree that there is a greater existence out, out there. There is a higher power. A lot of a lot of groups of people pick a different word for it. God, gods, higher power. <laughs> Three different words. Yeah, I can't look at this guy without laughing. Sorry. So, and we've been trying to figure out this this damn question since we've been put on the planet. Right. We haven't really gotten that much closer. <laughs> the fact, the prevalence of very ancient ancient religions across the globe, it shows that we really haven't gone that far. I'm seeing a trend now of, you know, Ian talks about wanting to raise his little pagan children, and I don't think that's far off. I think that might actually be happening. I think there this 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 greater connection to Earth and the tangible things around us. And the beauty that we see is enough, and we want to like raise our little flower children. Mm-hmm. I, I'm seeing a lot more of that. Well, dude, the ancient Greek tradition is actually kind of a cool way to think about it. Instead of one, and I mean, the Catholic Church, say what you will, it's not really monotheistic. It's got the Holy Spirit and Mary and Jesus and the saints and apostles. It's it's like kind of its own little thing, but the. The Greek tradition is kind of to think about it as a warring family of the elements. I think that was so interesting, and it's and they're always cheating on each other. Yeah, I love that they have human characteristics. It's kind of fun. They're and relatable. It's so anthropomorphic, but and of course, mankind's it's hubris a bit and derivative. arrogance. Is... <laughs> Thank you. But it's. I think it's an interesting, interesting tweak on it. Yeah. Okay. Going back to Catholicism, I have a question. Did you ever tell a priest that you masturbate? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How I, weird is that? Yeah, you tell oh, your teacher. So I had to you tell, tell some priest teacher. That is weird. <laughs> and and I was I felt like really good about it at the time. Afterwards, right? Yeah, oh, I was like, oh, thank God I told this old guy that I jerk it. Jayhawk. I <laughs> jayhawk. <laughs> honestly, gonna catch honestly I wish I had known that term when I was <laughs> confessing. 
when I was in that weird little booth, I was like, hey, priest. Five (laughs) Jayhawked. Like, do you think, do you think it would have been like, hmm, what is that? Like, ah, yes, I masturbated my little 14 year old dick. (laughs) I would love, (laughs) part of me would love to. Ah, yes. Three Hail Marys. Part of me would really Three Hail Marys for your tiny tiny 14 year old dick. Yes, Max. Max, you're saying something? Part of me <laughs> would be thoroughly interested in getting a priest and really just, just going toe-to-toe and be like, all right, let's chat for real. Like, mm-hmm. what about this? What about this? But the other part of me is like, because don't you eventually get to a point where you're just trying to kind of ruin their faith? And you're, you're kind of just trying to poke holes and it's like, what good, what utility is going to come out of this? If all you do is... How many questions are you asking him that he hasn't asked himself? I would just love to hear what they actually think. So admittedly, this is one of the things I thought was really cool about the Jesuit Catholicism that that the three of us at least got to learn. Is that I feel like they encourage doubt. They encourage us to ask like weird questions. We watched the movie Doubt in Mr. Ruther's class. I didn't, Great movie. Did you ever see that? Never did. With Meryl Streep and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Why not? Is that your Philip Seymour Hoffman impression? That's my Mission Impossible 3, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, I'm going to kill your wife. <laughs> Honestly, that's shockingly spot on. <laughs> it, does, it sounds better. Good, okay. Anyway, uh, I kind of want to get a, do a priest cast and just... And just Phenomenal get idea. like a cool yeah. one, like one like Mr. Halloran. Yeah, or I, I don't want to shake Pidel, right? We don't, we don't I, I love Pidel. I thought. You're not gonna not shake embarrassing him. Or You're not gonna shake pie. Pie baby. Pie baby. I love it. But Halloran, I feel like would be willing to engage you on some philosophical fronts. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, let's get that guy in here. Yeah. You yeah. Ne- you might need taller microphones. Sure. Well, these have the nice bendable arms. He's so tall. I don't know if it's enough. Um. God, there's so much I want to. <laughs> I'm not even listening to this. I can hear the certain frequency in his voice where it's like, all right, stop listening. Um, I just, I feel like I always bash religion on here. I don't want to stay on it too all right, long. I have a question mm-hmm. then. But I am super fascinated in it. If you were going to create your own ritual, a new ritual to like tap into the spirituality that I think we're all down with, hmm. what does this ritual look like? Because ritual is dope. I think we all agree. I think it's important. Ritual is mm-hmm. dope. I wish we had more of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably stick my hand in. I did the Amazon ant fire bullet ant thing where you just. No, I'm kidding. You guys know about that there. <laughs> no, I don't I know. know. I saw your. I saw the thing you did with your hand where it looked yeah. like you were just I putting it into that. an anthill and it made me really unhappy. They like drug yeah, these Don't ants. mess with anthills. They drug these ants with like a smoke thing. You put your hand in this glove and you got to do this like. 18 times, I'm pretty sure, before you're considered a man and the ritual's complete. But bullet ants, they're apparently the meanest source of pain on the planet. Like, they just, they call bullet ants because like when bullets. you get a fight, you just get murked. Mm. And you, so they drug the ants to their, so they're asleep. You put your hand in the glove, then they wake the ants up or whatever, and they just start freaking out. They're even more, like, so a bullet ant walking down the street, you might, you might cross the street and walk the other way. A bullet ant that was just awoken from a drugged slumber? I'm biting all bets are off, right? I'm biting that glove. All bites are off. Oh, and uh, no, I'm just kidding. I probably wouldn't do that. Uh, Mushrooms, (laughs) dude. Honestly, (laughs) 
my ritual. You want everyone in the world <laughs> to just do shrooms. I think, I really think everyone would benefit. And I, what grounds do I have just to say that confidently? But, dude, what a what an eye-opening experience. What a wonderful mm. communion with the infinity. Can of, we get can we get a shroom story? Oh wow! Yeah. Um. <sighs> I want like a transcendental shroom story. My favorite way to do it. And I've only done it seven or eight times or something. I, I want to do it once Casual. a year for the rest of my life because. Okay. As a retreat, seriously, because I go with two of my best buddies, two of my oldest guys. We go in the middle of the woods in New York, and we just wreck shrooms, and then and we just <laughs> explode into interconnective biological infinity oneness. And it's – dude, life is never the same afterwards. Like you're running around pretending to be different animals. Like moss <laughs> is a thing, and you're just like – <laughs> and just movement and balance. And I do remember when I took shrooms and found out that moss is a thing. It's a thing. Textures become <laughs> become <laughs> unbelievable. Um, I don't know. I just I always get such this this kind of satisfaction and this this feeling of interconnectivity and it's with it's, nature. Yeah, with everything kind of, mm. and especially nature. And it's always great when you know, the sun is shining and there's green everywhere. Um, I just you kind of. Ego death, right? You you get over this this little machine that's always cooking in your brain, and you just kind of uh, you just kind of exist mm. in. I don't know. So this this closeness, this communion, shared experience. Back to the question on what's the one religious thing we want to do. I think if we could um, all just be, everyone's awake at the same time, and either has a hum or a in, in my. In an ideal world, people are whistling. Like oh, yeah, we got to do some whistles from this whistle. guy. This is a world-class Can you whistle into one of these whistling. mics? Back up a little bit. Back up a little bit. Give yourself a little room and do the Zelda Ocarina of Time. Um, <laughs> that's Kakariko Village, dog. No, that's Sarai's song from uh, Lost Woods. Sorry. That's the one. Honestly, it's so good. He's <laughs> it's <awesome>. so good. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. How does how, how do you vibrato your whistle? That is a whole another level of. Oh my! That's good. That's really beautiful. Seriously. There you go. Um, you would have everyone. At harmonic frequencies. We all just do exactly I like, that. I, I, think, I think having one big shared experience, that would be nice. And then we, it, you know. Everyone walks out to the all street. All wars are over. You know. <laughs> Everything. We nominate one philosopher king. And, they, they, and he must eventually die. He or she. You're right. True. Mm. I, what I wish would happen is the happy birthday ritual would switch. You want everyone to say happy birthday at once for what Max. I want- <laughs> No, what we I can't hate. go to war. We have to sing <laughs> Happy Max's Birthday. birthday. <laughs> or right, I'm gonna kill you. But first, <laughs> who's a special boy today? <laughs> I I hate during birthdays where the Happy Birthday song where you have to sit there Happy Birthday and it, it's about 
It's it's about 25 seconds too long. So what I want to switch in vain with what you were saying, what if you just did the last bar? Just happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you. And and everyone burst out into like a choreographed harmony. And it was it was just five seconds. Can we try just, it? Okay. Happy birthday to you. Wouldn't that be magical though? And seriously, like, totally. what if like if it were a Completely. powerful, big, because three-part harmonies, we two-part harmonies are beautiful. You stole my whole situation. Yeah. What? What do you do? What we you went to the do? same bass note. It's all right. Look, let's try it. I really do. We're gonna do it again. You're gonna be the bass. I'll mm-hmm. be the third. You be the fifth. All right. Give us. We a know that. Dip, dip, <laughs> deep breath. <clears throat> Just give me like a subdued. Subdued. Do you want me to say the word subdued? Please. Subdued. 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 Not enough gusto. <laughs> <laughs> to break into the next verse what were you about to do <laughs> about to do the happy birthday we're not doing happy birthday again oh no I don't think we're, we're just saying the word subdued now I don't think we came here to be singing I don't know if that's our best I don't know if that's our forte maybe not what's not, not our bad forte <laughs> I do love singing though yeah do you have a good voice what's your go to I'm recently I kind of have a Frank Sinatra range so Whoa. I've kind of been playing around with that um, but I've recently just gotten so much more comfortable with it because it's the best. Like sing, it's like whistling, right? Especially if you kind of have a little bit of pitch and you can kind of do a good job. Mm-hmm. It's just so, I just love it. Mm-hmm. That to me is evidence of God. Is music? I mean, I I just think like why is music a thing? Oh yeah, it's math. It's patterned. It, it can be explained with eighths and stuff, but. Just the fact that that's even a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, why does that even have to exist? A lot of humans get down with music. Yeah. Well, yeah, every human gets down with yeah, music, it's right? It's a shared reality that we all have. Question. What kind of music y'all been into? Oh. I'm a hip-hop rap. Really? Mm. Drake. Wow. 2018 was big. Kanye. It was great year. Oh, Scorpion. Are you kidding How do we me? feel about Drake this year? Love him. I thought that he had some shady shit. Like, he had some kid he's not taking care of. We shouldn't be mad at the man for having a kid and accepting the kid. All right, great conversation point, Ian. Fabulous job. (laughs) One, he had a kid. He's got a great line. I wasn't hiding my... I wasn't hiding my kid from the world. I was hiding the world from my kid. He... Hmm. It was a French porn star, I believe, was the baby mama. He met this girl two times. And now he's got a unsolicited what, what do you call him a, you can't call him a bastard child that's mm. an un- well, john so, snow is a bastard he's a badass yeah so yeah, i think bastard, bastard might like be making a, a comeback and because he lives beyond the wall he's a snow that's a snowboy <laughs> <laughs> that sounds racist <laughs> that's more it's canadian so it's more national wait <laughs> i thought she was french <laughs> oh he's canadian yeah. so that's my number one doppelganger i get is john snow yeah that makes sense really yeah that makes total sense. Yeah. Um, but, so Drake, no, I mean, he's not that he's not taking care of the kid. I mean, what do I know, right? Like, I'm Drake's press secretary, but <laughs> it was just kind of dice because he didn't, like, tell everyone at first. And then she's maybe not the savoriest of characters, the the mother and whatnot. And it's like, dude, he's a he's a traveling international playboy rock star. Like he's not. In the That's a good to excuse a, to not a be a father. Yeah. No, don't hush your smugness. <laughs> it's 
I'm I'm just worried because I love him as that as that icon as that image and mm-hmm. but I also demand that he be a good father you know I mean and I think it's important to him as well he, he's had lengthy interviews talking about it and whatnot but that that was a little that was juicy for sure but Scorpion did you not listen to that album no oh dude I saw I think it was on nonstop too. from X <sighs> this guy's done his prep work. And he gets to pick what picture we take at the end of the podcast. Wait, we take a picture? You heard about the good news? Oh, yes. Wait, I didn't know that was on... I didn't know that was we're steaks. That's not fair. LeBron. We're going to go with cheese out in the front. We could do... We could reenact me riding the lion, dunking on the T-Rex. I'd we do that. I want to be the lion. Whatever it is, Shay, <laughs> Shay's got it. <laughs> oh. I think Drake's album was really good, but so there's a lot There's a lot else. Honestly, I think Daytona I was the number one rap album. Daytona? Well, who is Daytona? What is that? Kanye West and King Push. Push it to King Push, please. I like, look, we talked about my love for short film. Seven song album, concise. Mm-hmm. So that was the one with All Mine and... No, not Ye. No, okay, I'm not okay, a Ye I'm thinking guy. of Ye. Yeah. Dude, I kind of liked Ye. I, th- I think Kanye's loss is mine. Uh, so yeah, he's totally unhinged and he's okay with that. He is he's still, he's letting other people... He kind of cranks out hits though. Like yeah. All Mine, that song All Mine is... It was one of my top plays. So it was one of my Spotify unwrapped. Who? Or whatever Ooh. the... The, you know, the end, end of year. Yeah, you know. oh, I didn't like this year's Spotify end of year because they got rid of like half their genres. Like last year, I was like, oh, you like ninja pop. <laughs> this this year, you though? <laughs> I don't... Yeah, maybe. I forgot about this dude's taste in music. I'm going back yeah. to seventh grade. This year, I think my taste has changed. Actually, I'll get back to that, actually. But... This year is just like, oh, you like pop and indie. Like, I mean, Ouch. yeah. What kind of what kind of like, stuff? Hey. I do love pop music, by the way. I like some pop music. Ariana Grande is oh. a national treasure. Yeah, I mean, the fact that we didn't say God is a woman this yet this podcast. Oh, what are we doing? <laughs> I am interested to hear though. What 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 are your jams? What are you what are you mm. putting on the old eight track when you get in the car? Recently, I've been hitting some of that funk. Oh, yeah. Um, I got into it a little bit with some Stevie Wonder. Oh. Which I didn't, I had never done a deep dive into some Stevie Wonder. That guy fucking kills it. Yeah? I, I haven't done my homework. Like, oh, yeah. Enough. Turns out funk's great. You can't go wrong I love with it funk. because you can just like, good time, like walk down the street to it. You can like dance to it. It's some feel good shit. Mm-hmm. That's a good bass line um, to have. But, funky. turns out there's some like modern takes on funk that are also really bomb. There's a band called Parcels. Uh, that I recently found out about, went and saw a show. They're like a bunch of 22-year-old Australians. Nice. Who fucking kill it. Nice. Yeah, it's so funky. Australian funk? Yeah. Also, it was the first concert I ever went to where it was very apparent to me that I was older than the band. Because they, they're like uh, 22 and they look like they're like 18. Oh, boy. You know? And I was like, oh, my God. This has happened. Yeah, I've... I could have been that. I mean, like I, I couldn't have, <laughs> but, but you, you know, someone, someone who's like ten years younger than me, just doing that. You know, Dude, professional sports weird me. Yeah, right. Now but they all, they all look yes. a lot True. older than me. True. They look like men. I still look like a boy. Do y'all, <laughs> a woman or a lady or a girl, whatever, said I was a man the other day, and mm. I was like, is that the first time, Max? <laughs> what? You keep jumping on me. <laughs> Low egg and fruit. <laughs> that was too easy. I, I, what I mean to ask is, do y'all feel like men? No. I don't feel like a man. I've never felt I, like a man. But am I a boy? I... Also, no. I have never identified with masculinity. No? 
Not that I don't identify. I do have a beard now. It's new. There you go. Uh, Well, no, I mean, I just like, I grew up, I was like the small kid forever. Like, so like I was never good at sports. I was never big and strong. Like I still have other people open my pickle jars. You know, like I can't, I can't do that. You're good at hacky sack. You're good at hacky sack. I was not good at hacky sack. I was. I love that. That's the manliest compliment you tried to give him. Hacky sack, and he couldn't yeah. even take it. And then you lied to hey, me. You had hacky sack, though. Don't forget that. And Ian. then you made a face as if he knew that I still didn't actually have hacky sack. Yeah, but you yeah. were super smart. Yeah, which is great. I lo- I'm. That's great. Yeah. But it's not a like, traditionally masculine quality, you know? I've never identified with any masculine qualities. Is that feminine quality or is it a... I don't necessarily think so. No, Gender think neutral. So either. Yeah. I think intelligence is a, just a, a regular quality. What... So this is another fast fascination of mine is trying to figure out what the heck is masculinity. What the heck is masculinity? What does that mean? Does that mean strength? I feel like it's strong. It's like emotionally tough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, emotionally subdued. Yeah, a maybe bit. a little yeah, bottle it subdued. Up. Yeah, bottle that. <laughs> Got, up. To. Got to. I have a list. Up, oh, I can't access it though because it's in my phone, which is my microphone right now. But <laughs> I, I, I like. I think of. I just did a word association list, and it was like right Ooh. angles, testosterone, dick, hair. Right uh, angles was your first one. Not my first one, but I'm just listening. Uh, <laughs> aggression. <laughs> Dominance, yeah. mm-hmm. and then talk about femininity. Like round instead of a right angle, it's a, it's a circle. It's a, a round. Uh, nurturing, uh, emotional, sensitive, um, submissive ish. That's a you made a great face with that one. There's a pin in that one because I mean I don't know. What, what I feel do like think? It, what do you think? I, historically, I feel like that's probably accurate. Yeah, and I'm trying not it's to... It's a historical assessment on just, like, how we have defined right. masculine Classical versus feminine. for humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, but it's just... Because you kind of don't want to get... you. It's more of an astral thing. Like, you're my masculinity, my feminine energy. I mean, I have both of those things, right? But it's like, can you define them without the other? And and what is each? It's yin and yang, right? It's, Does it need know. to be uh, bimodal? I think... Kinda, yeah. Is, isn't I mean, because isn't masculinity just the opposite of femininity? Maybe. Or is it like the Zeus and Athena and Hera? Like it's like a panoply of. Uh, so I would believe that there certainly. Uh, I feel like the the qualities that we defined just now are like certainly in line with classical, right? Like masculinity and femininity. Um, but I think maybe the fact that we even. Uh, like continue to think about it that way promotes this idea that there is a masculine and that there is a feminine, right, and um, no one can define it really. Right, which is kind of silly. Right, and it's like I don't kind of think anyone's thing, but right, no and I don't think it. anyone identifies with a pure one or the other. Um, and so maybe it's not they even probably some... did until like nineteen ninety eight or two thousand seven. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they tried I like to. You're probably right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe it's ne- not necessarily something that we should keep carrying forward maybe some we should instead just be like my qualities are that like emotionally speaking i am very sensitive and Mm -hmm. um i do value strength and i have hair and a a dick i mean a mama bear yeah with her cubs that's a dominating strong terrifying force right so 
is there any utility to be gained from this bi what'd you say bi bimodal bimodal split them up why yeah. do that yeah. yeah so like maybe the fact that we even like continue to talk about it this way allows us to fall into one or the other without necessarily providing like a a strong reason for why we should mm-hmm. well isn't there isn't there in all species a, a, a male and a female and aren't there differences that come with that i mean one births life that's kind of a sure. feminine that's a pretty feminine sure move, and like I certainly guess. if you look at like birds like you can have huge like bio- biological differences between mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. like male and female are very different yeah. um so like i think there's certainly like biological markers that make men and women very different but there's also differences between men and men certainly like i don't look like either of you you got Andy Dick and you got The Rock. Mm-hmm. What is it? Who's Andy Dick again? Is that Carrot Head? <laughs> <laughs> is that the Carrot Top belly? <laughs> there we go. Carrot Top. Uh, no. Uh, I've lost the room. <laughs> is that Carrot Head? Um, it's a... It's a... It's a very different... It's the opposite of The Rock. But The Rock is so emotionally available. Have you watched that guy's, like, Instagram stories? Great follow. Great follow. It's true. He's so wholesome, that guy. <laughs> oh, he's great. He's, he's, he's amazing. He ruined, <laughs> you know, he ruined Ballers for me. Did y'all ever watch the show Ballers? No, no I never watched Ballers. I had Rampage Save on, though, earlier today. Rampage? Just, you know, you know the movie? Ready, packing it, up. Packing up for tomorrow. Is that based off the arcade game? It is. Do you remember it's that? It's based I off love of the arcade game. 32-bit video game. <laughs> oh they poured in 100 mil to make this damn film. Did they spend the 100 mil just on The Rock? On The Rock, yeah. He's, Worth he's, it. he's completely CGI the whole, the whole way through. <laughs> and he's an actual rock. Twist. <laughs> At the end, he's been a boulder the whole time. <laughs> Hollywood movies are... Getting just silly and predictable and boring. I, I knew he was on the rock the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. Evan, do you have any uh, any thoughts? Any does anything plague your mind about the quest to be? Because you want to be the best man you could be, right? Yeah, that sounds well, like a I, good thing. I think we're we're moving away from that. It's being the best person you can be, and hmm. it's it being just maximizing your utility for the community, making sure that. For the way my outlook is making sure that I am, you know, bringing the most to the world. So if we lived in a society where men and women did the exact, had the same aspirations, that would be a good thing? Or should men, should yeah, men why, do certain things? Why are we things? focused on telling men or women what to do? Let's just, like, why does it matter who anybody sleeps with? I don't care. I got enough things that I'm worrying about. Right. No, I don't I need to worry that. about what other people are doing, what other people are aspiring to do. As long as you're not aspiring for the demise of other people, then... Well, for example, let's say a man is trying as hard as he can to give birth and be a good like, Then maybe I'll tell him to mother. try something else. <laughs> right? maybe, so, then maybe you won't win every battle. To, to bring it to the ad absurdum part... If if men try to do the same things women do, eventually that's going to become a silly. I mean, strategy. but like if I want if I want to try and like play ball against LeBron, I can try. It's not going to happen. Yeah, you can you continue know? to try and push those limits, but you ain't gonna. Like I, I I need to balance my goals against my actual capabilities. Certainly, yeah. 
I'm it not be gonna just out of reach, right? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not gonna give birth, and I'm also just barely gonna lose to LeBron. Right. <laughs> so they call him Wade. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They they did call him. So we should we should just forget all classic ideas of masculinity. I mean, that, that doesn't serve I us. I think this time. Right now we're going through an inflection point and we're really caring about this topic. It yeah, does sorry. it just doesn't matter. It we're yeah. getting bogged down on this. It who cares? Yeah. If Joe wants to go be Jill, that's fine. That also, true. I would love to be a stay at home dad. Loki would love that. I think I could do a great job. Don't you think you'd go nuts? No. no. I think I could have a bunch of sick ass <laughs> hobbies. He'd have all those pagan rituals down. Yeah, we we do some <laughs> sick pagan. I'd be like, hey, little Timmy, biology, yo, little little Timmy, that. come pour this blood on you. It's gonna be dope. <laughs> Santa Claus is like a nice guy. Like, <laughs> and we're let's go pray to Zeus tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I can't wait to see how this guy's family turns cool. out. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah. And again, just playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, haven't hasn't evolution played a part so that men and I know we're getting bogged down I'm sorry we don't have to spend too much more time on this but hasn't it made men the conquerors and the extroverted go out and get her go doers to the point where it it would be difficult for you to to your for your biology to accept that role as as a stay-at-home dad I mean I know stay-at-home dad and gathering anymore the times have changed we're making money online we're we're working at a desk we're not hunting down the damn line i heard somebody say that like going after a career is kind of the modern hunter thing hunter gatherer lifestyle it's it's like you got to go out into the wild and and tame this beast and figure out how to bring order back into this chaos uh, which i thought was an interesting point but yeah i mean i know stay-at-home dads it's like Kind of seems like a sweet gig. So my sister's a beautiful example of this. So she's got three kids in five years, and the whole time she's been an attorney. Federal wow. public defender, kicking ass. Damn, shout out. She's hunting, gathering, <laughs> saving people from jail. Nursing. Yeah. And I, so I guess the point is, if you, can do, if, if you want to do that, then do it. Yeah. Live in your means, of course. Don't overstretch it, but... Stay in your lane, bro. Stay in your <laughs> goddamn lane. <laughs> I see. Well, that's... So, that was one another bullet point I wanted to bring up is where are they now? Where are our, our wonderful friends from the past? What, what are you guys, like, doing? What are you guys getting into? What industry? Mm. Ian, take it away. Um, yeah, all right. So, um, now... Uh, well, I'll do the quick story. Back in school. Isn't that such an annoying, hard question to answer? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. <laughs> what are you most excited about? Right now, uh, so I'm in the software industry. Oh. I'm working at Reddit. Cool. Uh, yeah, which is super dope. Uh, I love working at Reddit. They're a bunch of fucking homies. They're great. <laughs> um, and uh, I got to say, I'm really loving the software industry. I think some things that are going on really cool there uh, is that, like, they don't care where you've come from. Like, I work mm-hmm. with people who never went to college. And that's fine. It's just a competency thing. Yeah, it's like right? can, you, can you can you do, do the job? Like we don't care that you went to some like this degree big ass school. Like we care like can you come in and help us out? Dude, I feel uh, like the college degree is kinda like mean not meaningless, but like 
it, it's not worth the price. No, oh, no, certainly it's not, not worth, worth the, the price. price. Certainly not worth yeah. the price. Yeah, and so actually I, I didn't study computer science. I mm-hmm. came into it because I went to a boot camp. What did you study? I studied aerospace engineering. Sup? Yeah, at the time I was like, so easy. Yeah. Well, I thought space was dope, which it is. Space, space is, is super dope. dope. But like that industry is filled with a bunch of like old dudes who've mm. been working that for like 40 years. And like the industry doesn't change. The cool thing about software is that it's all new. Mm. And so it's constantly changing. And so we, we can't rely on people who've been working it for 40 years because it hasn't existed for 40 years. Well. And there's new technologies all the time. There's like new languages all the time. So you're talking about cool new technologies. Yeah. Yes, yes, okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, Kid, do you don't think you're weaseling your way out of this? Yeah. Oh, no, don't worry. No, but I'm gonna let this ride. Uh, so Please. I think one of the cool things about it, about it is that like every year, there's new things that we're doing. There's uh, there's new ways of doing it. There's new ways of solving problems that we didn't know about. And so like for example, um, like. Artificial intelligence is becoming a huge deal. Huge deal. Um, And there's a lot of different ways of going about it. And there's a lot of different problems they can theoretically solve. Whoa. Um, And, like, it's brand new. It's like no one knew that you could make computers learn on their own. Or maybe people had ideas that you could make it do it. But no one was doing it until now. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you can't rely on these people who have been doing it for 40 years. It's a brand new field. Do you kind of deal directly with artificial intelligence? No, I do not. (laughs) I don't at all. I deal with, like, making websites look pretty. Okay. My job is not nearly as cool as that. Gotcha. But I get to be very close to that, which is very exciting in of itself. Rub elbows with the old Yeah, robots. and, like, theory- <laughs> one of the cool things about the industry is that, like, I could just start studying it on my own time mm-hmm. and then apply for a job and theoretically get it because they don't care where I've come from. Mm-hmm. They care, like, do I understand what I'm talking about? Sweet. And, like, now you're getting to this, this place where these 15-year-old kids who grew up with this are suddenly fucking brilliant. Right. And you're like, well, you know way more than people like these 40 year old guys. Like we got to get your brain in here. Mm-hmm. And then you got to weigh that against like your ability to actually like have a job and yeah, like know and, and how to puberty like, work. As well. Right. If that's a new thing. <laughs> yeah. You're like corporate lifestyle. Like, can you both no, teach you computers? Coding, you don't have to deal with it. <laughs> can you teach computers to learn, but also handle hair growing on your testicles or on your chest yeah or not hey, at shout all. out <laughs> shout out to hair salesman <laughs> yeah um yeah it's it's a cool interesting industry cool any any like high stakes like blah blah we need this on our office by 5 a.m and you like straight up on or any like wacky um, stories or yeah, dangerous so, uh, snafus I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say no only because I, I feel like there is a difference between, like, the types of problems I work on. Like, sure, we, like, are like, yeah, we got to get this out. Like, this is important. But, like, if I break the thing I work on, Nobody it's not does. a big deal, really, right. you know? Yeah. Um, and so, like, definitely we have goals that are important to us and we want to hit. Um, and, like, we want our site to be up and running and be available for people who like want it. But like, yeah, it's just not life threatening. Mm-hmm. You know, if I were like building rockets and something went wrong and I like killed five astronauts, that would be a big fucking deal. That would be a snafu indeed. I'd yeah. be a bit mad, but I'm not killing astronauts. But admittedly I Fuck do, astronauts. I can like <laughs> ruin porn for 300 million people. There's a big porn Reddit. There is porn on Reddit. So I don't Reddit. Have... I, I, I'm like worried. <laughs> Shay's giving me the... <laughs> oh, there's porn. <laughs> oh, 
there's porn on Reddit. Yeah. I thought Everyone, podcast doesn't get a head nod. <laughs> Everyone tells me I need to hop on the Reddit train, and I'm just nervous because I hear it's such a black hole, and I'm just trying to. It is my favorite do less phone stuff website. Well, yeah, well, it's great for like if you like following the Pels or the Saints, you follow your subreddit. Oh, they do well, yeah, streams. and to watch, yeah, oh, they got they streams. got streams. Oh, they got streams. As a a digital entertainer, it's a little intimidating mm-hmm. because. <laughs> yeah. You can get anything for free. Oh, yeah. I watched Horses Ass. <laughs> Sorry. Pirated the Horses, horses Ass? You pirated it? No. Come on. I think, I think, I think I'll I actually be pumped. <laughs> so there I is pirated actually, it and then Venmoed him. I read something about... Uh, there's something about if your shit's getting pirated, like... That's good, actually. That's good. Yeah. You mm-hmm. That was more. HBO's take. They were like, there was something you were like the that. Game of Thrones is the most pirated show. And they're like, okay. <laughs> it just means their content's getting eaten up. So mm-hmm. they're they're staying in the demand line and, and they'll be okay. So it's actually... I mean, because only so, not so many people actually know how to pirate okay. your shit. Mm-hmm. How many would you say, like, percentage-wise of people who watch... What percentage of people no are idea. pirates, Ian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grr, I don't know. Well, I don't say. Apparently, it's two thirds in this room. Sixty-six point six nine. Yeah, I mean, realistically, a—that's a- a- not how two thirds works. But <laughs> what do you know? It was a rounding error. This isn't rocket surgery. Look, man. show me you in your parabola book. <laughs> I'll try here. Oh, oh there it is. Oh, yeah, Parab- parabola book. No, it's just not there. I keep Parabolic. Parabolic. <laughs> hey, parabola. Look. Anyway. Um, <laughs> any, like, user... Parabola, look at that. Insider tips on Reddit? Um, things people should know? Or? Yeah, so the interesting thing about Reddit is we are really, really good at locking down people once they get hooked. Like, once uh, somebody's on Reddit, they're fucking on Reddit. But... We have a really hard time getting people to come to Reddit for the first time and be like, I get it. Like, it took me several tries to figure out what's going on on Reddit. I see. Like, I don't, it's not, it doesn't make sense. That's what marketing is, right? Um, it's turning a, a stranger <laughs> into a consumer. Yeah. It's like that pipeline. Uh, but it's like, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But the cool thing about Reddit is that it's a bunch of different communities that all set their own rules for engagement. So, like... A lot of people criticize Reddit because there's some fucked up shit on Reddit, which like is what? true. So, like, for example, we don't outlaw hate, hate speech. Hate speech is technically okay on Reddit. Shouldn't freedom of speech be a thing? I agree. Yeah. I think freedom of speech should be a thing. Mm-hmm. I think certainly, like, I don't think we should be threatening people. Yeah, you shouldn't be a dick, but you shouldn't be not so, allowed to say things under penalty yeah. of jail. Yeah, now we do allow people to... Be dicks. Yeah, you can't you can't have a society where there are certain things you can't say. Otherwise, the society I, has potentiality I, to not be able to self-adjust and maneuver through. Strife. I agree with that broadly. I think that there are limitations. Like certainly, like, don't be a dick and don't be screaming at <laughs> right. minorities and stuff. But, uh, well, but like, I I think the important thing is like let's not like make other people feel endangered. Certainly. Um, like but posting people's home addresses. Yeah, that's or fucked up. Being like these, this is oh. the name of their children, and this is where they live. And that, that can't happen. There's should no space that be, for that. Should that be illegal? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I but, think but so. But then it's a slippery slope. And it well, is, and it is against the rules on Reddit. But the cool thing about Reddit is that we allow communities to set their own rules. So there's like a community called like R slash Wholesome, 
where people are just like really fucking nice to each other. No way. Yeah, and like if you say something mean, you'll get banned. Like they just like don't they don't allow that shit. And so you have to be nice to each other. Um, and there are other communities where like there's one that's like called Ask Science, and you ask a question and you have to respond with peer reviewed answer. And if your answer isn't well cited, then they're like gonna like delete your shit. Um, and so I really love that communities can decide how they interact with each other. Yeah, that's um, awesome. There's uh, nothing on the wholesome thread. Well, yeah, kind of like wholesome BBT. <sighs> it's, it's, a dark, or, it's a dark day in humanity. Uh, or like r slash all. There's nothing wholesome like, left. There's like a bunch of 14,000 subscribed readers, but there's no – I must have incorrectly Whatever, read I'll, today. I'll teach you how to use Reddit later. <laughs> and you got to um, tell me that my website looks nice. Or yeah, your website, website looks so good. Nice. Oh, my God. I'm looking at it right now. No, I need actual – It's amazing. On this wow, too. the snugglydragon.com – Snugglydragon.com. Dot biz. You're one. I was going to do dot cool. Oh. You can do dot cool. You can do it. C-O-O-L. I, I didn't. I don't know. What do you think? Should I do dot com or dot cool? You should do dot com. I think K-E-W. Can you have both? Por que no los dos? You can have one route to the other, but. Totally. Wow. Dude, you fucking get it. Anyway. Is it the snugglydragon.com? It's snugglydragon.com. It's that snuggly dragon at gmail.com or on Instagram at You that heard it here first, folks. Snugglydragon.com. Do your best the, smaug impression, Evan Shea. The desolation of smaug. Yeah. That was your impression <laughs> of smaug? Lackluster and, and a Sh- little derivative. Smaug. <laughs> oh, hi, I'm the dragon. Like I'm smaug. It's like a golem. <laughs> Hey guys! <laughs> come hey, 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 it's Smaug. Come hang out with my gold files. More like this. That doesn't sound like Benedict Cumberbatch at all. <laughs> uh, that was my best. Wow, it's a hobbit. Oh, this is like a Kermit the Frog kind of Kermit the Smaug. You're so tiny compared to the normal yeah, ones. It's a Schwarzenegger Kermit. Arnold Yoda, <laughs> Wait, what are y'all's best impressions? Um, well, I already killed Seymour Hoffman. And yeah, he did Smaug. Um, yeah, ooh, that's a good question. Everyone should Smaug. have. Everyone should have like a one go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you got, Evan? You know, I've been asked this question a couple times now. Not one, not two, but three times. <laughs> and every bloody time they come to me, they ask me. Can I have a wee cup of tea? And you know what I say to him? I look him right in the eye. And I say... <laughs> and I say... Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> of course. Damn. Is that anyone in particular? <laughs> no, that's it. That's just, just me, Irish. Just being a Irish. good lad. I mean, I could do like a bunch of different like accents. But as far as like specific... I don't know. Who do you have? You know, one of the ones I think I do pretty well. So I can do a Christopher Walken. (laughs) Not nearly as good as Evans. You over there, you're looking at me like, (laughs) I don't know how to do an accent. But I'm sitting here. I don't know. I I think I can ha- handle it. No, your, your tone, your tone's all wrong. 
you talk to me like that again, and I'll stab you in the face <laughs> with a soldering iron. See, my cruise for walking is is the older one. I don't know. So if... I got the pudding in that pudding. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know if Bill Cosby's popular right now. I haven't checked his ratings lately, but. I'm going to say no on that one. Uh, but, you know. <laughs> I'm... Is he alive still? Bill Cosby? He is. He He's is. That's a good question. What happened to him? Did he get. He's in jail. In a lot of jail? Yeah, he got put in a lot of jail. Not enough. No, he got it actually in, wasn't a lot of jail. He got put in a lot of jail. It's actually a jail located in a jail. Ooh. Yeah. It's Ooh. called ice. What's it called? What's it called oh, when you're a bad boy ISIS. in jail? <laughs> ISIS. He's in Solitary ISIS confinement. jail. <laughs> Solitary confinement. Dude, ISIS jail. I don't <laughs> Give me solitary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be in ISIS jail. That's it. We're putting you in ISIS jail. <laughs> Evan, uh, what do you got going on these days? What do you fire? What what excites you in the morning? Like sometimes you're like, all right, I gotta go do this. But mm-hmm. like sometimes you're like, when are you when are you just amped? What do you what do you love? What do you want? I'm I'm very blessed. I know that it's. I have, I have a beautiful family. People around me that love me. Place that I work is fucking awesome. And it jazzes me up every damn time I go. Yo, dude, that's so really, good. It, yeah. I feel like so many people have jobs they just don't like. And that's a damn shame. Yeah. Where do you work? I work for a education nonprofit company in San Francisco. Oh. And uh, the mission of the company is to make sure that every school, public school, K-12 through across the country, has equal access to high-speed internet. So my job is to go work with the schools that currently don't and make sure that they upgrade their internet connections. So I help them get funding from a federal or state level and help them through that process, advise them on what they should upgrade to. And you're dealing with any like dial up internet stuff? Oh yeah. For real? Satellite. Really? Yes. So who's got the worst internet? Who's got the worst? I would say, so of the... Of the places that I've met with, Montana has garbaggio internet. That makes sense. In 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 these very very rural towns, right? I mean, you have you you'd have big cities like Missoula, Bozeman, Billings, but you know, you drive out, they have single campus school districts that are in the middle of Yosemite National Park. That's or in California. Yellowstone National Park. <laughs> I bet Yosemite doesn't have that good either. <laughs> but, we'll, but we'll go through Yellowstone or we'll be driving in just miles into the middle of these, these areas that, you know, in the single most beautiful place that I have been in the United States. But mm. they don't have internet and they don't have the students that go there don't have the same ability. Like Ian was mentioning, you know, there's 15 year olds out there that are coding to be the next Reddit founders. And our mentality is to make sure that everyone at least has the opportunity to apply their, their, you know, talents to that. Respective swag. We're not trying to, we're not forcing people, everyone to become a coder, mm-hmm. but we want to be people to, if they want that option, to have the ability to. Well, dude, can you imagine being raised without the internet? 
I mean, that's how most of existence was done. You just have to believe whatever your parents tell you, mm-hmm. and you just assume that that's real, and you get really offended when other people don't agree. But now that there's a a systematized, centralized, I mean, that's where, like, the university is now, right? I mean, because even in brick-and-mortar universities are still, you know, not necessarily pure intellect going on. It can be, you know, wrought with politics and, and all this kind of stuff. But now that there's just, like, a... No one's in charge of the internet, right? As long as everyone... And I kind of assumed everyone had a fair shot at access to it, yeah. but I guess not. So 99% so it's great that you're of the country does, that. but mm-hmm. that's still 1% of the country that we want to make sure has that opportunity. And that speaks to America. But the internet was built in America for Americans. For the military, right? Um, yeah, you would probably know. What's the history of the internet? So I'm glad that uh, everyone came here today and learned <laughs> to learn a little bit more about the internet. Let's go to a little town called the Internet. So it all started on WWW Avenue. <laughs> little man by the name say of World Bill War II. Gates. I honestly don't know the history of the Internet. I, I would like to. It was Al Gore. Nice thing. Yeah, Al Gore. Yeah, Toads. Yeah, Al Gore. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, one of the interesting things about the internet is that it was created in America, and it is one of the problems with it is that it's like kind of inherently biased uh, hmm. towards the people who create it. Um, and so, um, so for example, modern websites um, are like very heavy in terms of bandwidth required to use them. Um, like they're very visually pleasing; they have Videos. lots of interactions, right? Um, and so they are actually very hard. Like, let's say that I just want to go get some basic information, and I don't care about bells and whistles. Like, it's actually very hard for you to go and find just pure information without downloading a bunch of crap. Wow, yeah. Um, and so, for example, um, it, for a lot of um, – there's a there's an organization that was trying to build um, internet for um, farmers in Africa. So they actually don't have – computers at home for instance they largely interact with the internet via cell phone um and they don't have good bandwidth there um and they can't afford to pay for a shit ton of data but there's a lot of really good information about like how to fucking be a more effective african farmer yeah african farmer and so for example like if i wanted to go to like a reddit site that said like how to be a good african farmer like i would have to download all of fucking reddit every time i go to that web page it's very heavy i can't just mm. get that information easily um versus and like it's going to be in english um and so there's not um like a easy way for you to just access how can i get this information that i care about in a low data way that is in my language because that's also boring who wants to to upload that to their website you know and like you're saying in this day and age you kind of be competitive and you have to have this sexy website right and then who's going to help you find that information Uh, that's a good point well if you go to (laughs) snugglydragon.com wait is it snugglydragon.cool no no no, it was taken actually (laughs) it was taken now on amazon (laughs) new year's eve overrated 69 overrated is or, it overrated as a holiday? Or a dope ass just. It's a lot. There's so much build up to it. I think it's a nice celebration after it's like, hey, yeah, we made it through another year. There's your your societal wide ritual. Yeah. 
like we were talking about. You yeah. know, everyone's out at fireworks. the same exact People time. People love fireworks. Fireworks are dope. That's a cross-community peace-building Unpopular opinion, system. New Year's is my least favorite holiday. Hate it. You hate it more than what do you like? Groundhog Day? Yeah. I hate it more than Groundhog Day. I can't believe you would say that. I hate <laughs> it more than Groundhog <laughs> Day. Fucking Groundhog Day. Uh, yeah, okay, here's the thing. I have a few issues. One, the build-up is a bunch, bunch of fucking bullshit. It's just so expensive. Yeah, okay. Like, I'm not going to pay $80 to go to a bar one night. <sighs> That's what I'm I can go doing. to a bar any goddamn night. I'm not going to just suddenly pay $80 because, like, women are wearing sparkly Why dresses. I do love women in sparkly dresses. Though. It's nice. I'll, I'll give you that one. It's nice. New Year's okay. Eve, you can have that one. Okay. I don't like that it's cold. Why do we even have winter celebrations? So you don't like Christmas? I don't like Christmas. But you can just stay inside. Yeah. That's the best part about Christmas. Uh, you don't like Christmas. You heard it here first, folks. I don't like Christmas. Side question. Why do we have wow. eight songs that we have to listen to every year? You know For a month and a half, they're the only songs I can listen you to? You can listen to more than eight. We got a Grinch alert. There are eight goddamn Christmas songs. Is it Benedict Cumberbatch Grinch or is it Bill Cosby Grinch? Did he play the new Grinch? He did. He did. Yeah. Here's a side question. I want to be Jim Carrey. Why do we still do daylight savings time? Can y'all explain to me what what the point of that is? So there was a vote actually in California to get rid of it. I think year. in Alaska there was as well, but they can't pass it. Until like it, it needs to be a federal, it needs to be a nationwide vote. Well, what's the where point we, of it? I don't understand why it's a thing. It started as a um, agricultural. Method. Yeah, exactly. But but no, to add more time. No, no, no. But that's as far as I get. It's not agricultural. Common misconception: people think it's for the farmers. You think the farmers give a fuck what time it is? No, I no. They wake up with the goddamn sun. I don't know. I've never been a farmer, but I assume that's how it works. There's heavy dudes. reliance on the sun. <laughs> yeah. For sure. The farmers don't care. So what I heard, but then I think I learned that this isn't true either, so don't trust anything I say, Shit. is that it was instituted during one of the wars as an energy-saving um, policy, where basically because we change the clock, we burn less kerosene. At night. And therefore we can use... But the days are getting shorter... Anyway. I always get confused which way you're supposed to change your clocks. I don't fucking know. Spring forward, fall back. Even with that? Even with that, I don't know. Which one does that mean? Does it like my... Do I wake up forward? It's like a flat earth kind of thing. Somewhere somebody's just laughing all the way to the back. These idiots, I made them do daylight savings. I don't know. Ben Franklin. Yeah. Benjamin, goddamn fuck. That motherfucker. First, he's got us wearing bifocals. Next, he's got us believing in daylight savings. Max, what are your uh, New Year's Eve plans? Ooh. Where are you going to be at? So I'm going to a private party. Uh, at- so elitist. I yeah. I am. I'm getting a golden retriever puppy. <laughs> yeah, shut yeah, up, I'm, dog. I'm kind of a dick. But, uh, <laughs> oh, and I want to ask because I know you... Recently-ish got a, a dog as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I'll be hanging with a bunch of sparkly dressed, overpriced things um, at Barcadia. It's uh, rented out. Barcadia. We have the OM, the, the dance club, inside of it, private party. Paid $85. It's, it's private, in case you thought about going. Yeah, um, I don't know if anyone's private. heard, but so it's I, private. Uh, <laughs> I know a couple people, if you're interested and you're... 
a hot babe, send a headshot to thatsnugglydragon at gmail.com. Maybe I can get you in. Or maybe uh, two of these cool bros I'm looking at uh, can make it. One of them is leaving town tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so to answer your question, private party. VIPs only allowed. It should be a lot of fun. Going to go to Harris after? It's close. My, I'm just determined not to spend any more money than the $85 that I have as a ticket. Again, that's $85. I know. Private so many party. Dollars. There's a link on snugglydragon.com. <laughs> an undercurrent of that snuggly dragon at gmail.com. Venmo your $85. <laughs> to your chance Evan to dash. <laughs> make out with beef. Wait, to make uh, out with beef? Beef. My name's Beef. Uh, a lot of people call me Beef now. We call you Beef? Beef. Yeah. Oh. It's a very Tight. unintuitive, circuitous <laughs> evolution of nicknames has landed on Beef. And it's actually stuck for a couple of years now. Yeah, I'm Beef. Hey, beef. beef. It's kind of fun. When you're in France, are you beefy? Beef? Monsieur Le Beef. Le Beef. But aren't you going somewhere cool for New Year's Eve? Mexico City. Mexico. Hey. Let's go. Oh, what are your plans? What are you going to do in Mexico yeah, City? We haven't decided on what Do they the celebrate actual... New Year's there? Uh, they do. It's a bit more of a family hmm. celebration. Less boobies, less champagne, that kind um, of thing. <laughs> I, honestly, I haven't been, <laughs> so I can't, I can't comment on it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go to one in order to, to compare. Is your whole family going with you? Uh, no, it's not. It's not a family trip. We got uh, nine cool bros? friends, all just going. Couple Four of guys, girls, couple girls. of guys, huh? Couple girls, yeah, couple, couple guys. guys. So already off the bat, we have drama because that's an uneven number. It is. That's an imbalance. It is. So we have a good story. We have stakes. We have conflict. Four and five. Who knows what's going to happen? Five girls. Right. Nice. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> Love chicks, dude. Hot chicks. Favorite kind of chicks, dude. A nice Love. little Airbnb. It's nine. Pilar. Mm. Pilar is. She's our host, and she's already. She's been very vocal, very communicative. Oh. In which sense? What do you say? Uh, she's just like all about letting us know. She's like, you know, you know, we have uh, two dogs here, and they're very friendly. If you don't want them to bark too much, just be nice to them. She doesn't sound Mexican. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, this is just. I'm playing a recording. This is what she sounds like. Mexican-American transplant. Um, honestly, I don't know. She I'm could not be. that interested in it. Do y'all have New Year's Eve plans yet? We'll probably get a table. A couple of cervezas. A couple of... Un, dos cervezas? Oh. Do you say un, dos? <laughs> is it uno? It's definitely uno. Tre bien. Do you know who's Le Bouf? It was, <laughs> it was Max Le Bouf over here. Monsieur Le Bouf. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for if it's a bottle of tequila as opposed to a bottle of Tito's Vodka, which sponsors this. Ooh, shout out goes to Tito's, Tito's, Tito's Vodka. Tito's, Tito's, Tito's. So Vodka. fun fact, in Mexico, you're not supposed to shoot tequila. Right, you sip. You sip tequila. You don't was, eat the lettuce. I was very smarmily told not to do that by an American woman who was living in Tulum, which is a beautiful place. In Mexico. Let me tell Tulum, you Mexico. about it. Oh. Oh. Forest. Goosebumps. <laughs> you see that? Where, if anywhere, besides Mexico City, would you go in the world if you go to one city right now? Answer the question. I want to go to Morocco. That's a, it's a big city. 
Casablanca that is a country. I think it's the same. Casablanca's nice. Yeah, go there. Have you been there? No. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I'm gonna pick New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh, yeah, I'm super happy where Home I am. Home is where right. the dumb Loki, is. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah. I heard that Savannah, Georgia, is a lot like New Orleans. Is that so? To the point where it even looks like New Orleans. You can drink outside like New Orleans. I love that. They have ghosts like New Orleans. Gosh, ghosts. Love, love a good ap- ghost. Love a good ghost. Go on. Wait, yes. Go. Ghost on, please. Yes. Oh. It's all right. Tell them. Don't, don't. So I get. A, I have a missed call from my roommate. Oh my Who's god! Your roommate's the ghost. <laughs> 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 okay. What? So I miss. I have a missed call from my roommate mm-hmm. at three a.m. and then a text at like ten a.m. the next day. Hey man, just want to let you know. We I didn't pi- make that call. We had some a ghost. <laughs> we had, we had, and I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm dead now. <laughs> we had some paranormal activity going on in the apartment last night. Oh, there was swirling cold winds. The closet door open. The armoire door open. This dude's got an armoire. He's got an armoire. <laughs> you got to look that one up. Right next to his credenza, I bet. So that was inherited <laughs> to the room. So he, it was all this like, my room's haunted. And um, he ends up throwing out the armoire. <laughs> How do you throw out an armoire? <laughs> you got it. It's an effort. I didn't help him with that, but I did help him with the uh, the seance after or whatever the exorcism. So we helped, we uh, waved around sage through the apartment. Did y'all really do this? I'm whistling when the saints go marching in. Bring those positive vibes in. Are you for real? That's what that's. And then, and then after it, after it, he's like, "Is alright if we say some our fathers?" And we do it. We had a full. And after, so we said it in his room. I was like, "Yo, let's do it in my room." What is happening? right I know. Now? Is How any is of this that? real? What, what All you, real. You for real? Yo, this shout out to Andrew, homie, great guy, believes in the spiritual end. Not knocking. Good for you for putting up with that. That's. Uh, There's nothing to put up with. It, it was honestly very. It was like haunting. an exciting thing to okay. come home to, and to be able to wave some sage. I I don't know if I believe in ghosts. I mean, what? All right, we've already established something's going on. But when you die, is there like an essence that transcends into another dimension that can also be popped back into this one? Yeah, I mean, I've had dreams. Is, yeah. I've talked to dead people in my dreams. Really? That's about as close as I've gotten, I think. I think life goes on. We've, I mean, we've learned it from Lion King. The circle of life. There's life and death, and then it keeps going. I mean, we watch we watch flowers grow out of the mud. We we see decay happen, and then life come again. Got fires in in Northern California. Life comes out of it. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. I, I wonder if physics, because but don't when you like shrink down to the quantum level, physics change. Like it's not the same. Like, subatomic particles don't have the same rules as planets, right? Like, don't don't actual physics change? Well, I think it, we're not talking about that. We're talking about ghost particles, right? <laughs> ghost particle. Is ghost particle a thing? Mm-hmm. It is now. It's one of the six fundamental particles. <laughs> it is. Do you, have any, do you have any cool, like, 
physic like theoretical physics insights and he like because you know what i learned hmm. the double slit experiments kind of bs wait what do you mean it's kind of bs do you remember i remember uh, the double mr. slit experience wall? Oh, man, mr wall i love is. it physics teacher bobby wall stud that is that was the guy who physics, was I love allegedly physics. the millionaire because he was involved in online gambling? Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was one game away from getting a perfect NCAA March Madness bracket and almost won like a zillion dollars. Apparently, he was dating a honeybee. There's just a bunch a of cool rumors about him, but yeah. he was just so smart. But he was just like a random young guy, right? And but he was he like kind of kicked butt in the senior faculty football game, which was I always Did respected. He? Yeah. But he had a nice form tackle in one of the games, yeah. Yeah, with Mullins. That was cool. Shout out. Yo, shout out to Mullins. Dude, bless Patrick Mullins. Socrates, total G. Bobby Wall, when, and you can move the microphone as well. Oh. Um, That works. He's uh, he's (laughs) struggling over here. He's (laughs) I got the moves. Um, Bobby Wall showed us a, a clip from apparently which was taken from a very strange movie. We didn't see the rest of the movie, but we saw this one clip where it was Dr. Quantum, and he was talking about how if you're observing the molecules going through the slit, it sometimes it'll behave like a particle, sometimes it'll behave like a wave. And the way that Neil deGrasse Tyson explained it to me on the internet was <laughs> the act of observing is when you measure something, you kind of necessarily change a little bit because like, if you're looking at it, you're blasting it with a photon, and that photon reflects into your eye carriage, and that photon has moved stuff around. And I don't know. You ever think about being a physics teacher? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I any of this. It is, with my eye photon. I don't know if any of this is true or accurate, but, but I like learning it. physics this way. <laughs> so you got to keep your eye carriage open because it's coming at you, quantum style. <laughs> I'll add it to my list of potential careers. Um, But I was wondering, you know, a couple of smart chaps like you guys, maybe you have some new fun insight from the realm of quantum physics. Yes? No? I'm going to look to Ian on this one. Oh, Jesus. Honestly, that's where I was looking. Yeah, I know. Max was like, I wasn't fucking looking at you. I didn't even bat an eye in your direction. Come on, come on. Any interesting cool facts like quarks or like electromagnetism or... Um, I guess that's kind of hard to just pull out of your budget. Any re- no recent findings? No, um, no. no, honestly, I don't really. So now I realize. What about aerospace engineering? Come on, you must. I don't have... follow it a lot. I realize no. sci-fi now, hmm. uh, which I remember not realizing sci-fi because I was like, shit. I read Ender's Game, and now there's no good sci-fi. Dude, you turned me on Ender's Game. Ender's One Game of my was tight. Faves. So it turns out that I think that author was like a huge homophobe, though. Orson, Orson Scott, Scott Wells. Card. Card. Almost. Orson Welles is the other guy I think about. Yeah, I am. <laughs> 25 year old card. wrote direct directed and starred in the snuggly dragon the <laughs> no it's the, the greatest movie of all time the snuggly dragon.com oh yeah the movie or some else no yeah you're talking about oh my god rosebud no the world after tomorrow no i know he says rosebud at the end Orson Welles. Citizen Kane. Wait, H- Citizen Kane. H.G. Wells is the one who wins the Academy the war, Award. The War of the Worlds. At age 25. After tomorrow. Right, and directed. He was 25 when he directed that? Directed Max, what the hell started. are you doing? I am blowing Wait, it. Wait, did you apparently. not see the, the snugglyass.com? <laughs> it's uh, the 
Horses as available on Amazon. Amazon. You can buy it. You don't even rent it. Is that buy Smaug? It. Who's, you did, own it. You, you can watch it. Did Smaug you want. just say that he gave it five stars? Smaug. No, he just said his own name. <laughs> He's like a Pokemon, so not a lot of to be gained from Dr. Smaug. What was the last cool thing you learned about aerospace engineering before you um, abandoned it? The last cool thing I learned about aerospace engineering. Did you have to take a lot of physics? Uh, so the coolest calculus? class I ever took Casual was this sick. class uh, taught by a woman who was a former astronaut uh, who was a total badass. And the class was called Astronautics. And the whole Ooh. point of the class was we just like learned how you plot like space trajectories. If you're like, I'm going to fly to fucking that. Mars... This is how what do you have you to take into account? It. Solar wind? Uh, no. Gravitational actually. poles? So the cool thing about traveling in space, it's actually like really simple. Uh, it's probably tra- easier than traveling on Earth. Yeah, it is. Because there's just like, it's it's like, a, it simulates a perfect a vacuum. Yeah, but aren't like a there vacuum. pockets of air in space or something? So there is a small amount of air in space. Uh, or like a small amount of random mass particles in space. So theoretically, if you're in like an orbit around something... You will probably slowly lose energy in your orbit hmm. and like eventually collapse and crash into the thing. But there's like enough, it's small enough that it's usually not an issue. It'll take a couple hundred thousand years. Bajillion, trillion, quintillion. I, I don't know. I see. Um, <laughs> Interesting. But the cool thing about it is like when you're like, when I'm traveling to Mars, it's not like I'm like gunning it, like throwing my foot on the accelerator the whole time. I basically make like two or three discrete burns. I'm like, and then I just coast for a while, right? Because you're not decelerating, right? You just like you just cruise for a while, and so they actually have, um, uh, so that that's like a simple way of doing is like I like burn here, like change my orbit so I match Mm -hmm. Mars, and I get to Mars like, like slow down, and now I'm stuck in Mars. Uh, But there's also like another way they have a, a propulsion system called an ion propulsion system, which I don't named after you. It's named after me. That's right. Because uh, I invented it. I'm good at sp- space stuff. Not good at spelling, but good Ion. at inventing. <laughs> yeah. That's grandpa. my name. I'm Ion. <laughs> so my grandpa? That's me. Papa has met Ian about a thousand times. About and thousand he times. calls him something different every single time. He goes, but he's like, I'm like, uh, Ian's coming over. Who? Ian. Oh, um, Ian. I've never heard that name before. In Like ever. As a name. <laughs> As a name, as like letters put together to form a name, and he he's like Ion, 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 is it Ion? That's probably what it is. It's, yeah. it's like, and then and then out. I show up. He's like Ion, I love you. You know, like give Why me a kiss on the cheek. Yoda in this dude's universe. Love you, I do, Ion. Give me a kiss on the mouth, Ion. Come on, Daddy's here. So I'd, I'd rather Yoda voice than that voice. Yeah, that, was a, that was a little too on brand. I'm Evan's <laughs> grandfather and give me a kiss. <laughs> Come on, you. All right, more, more, because you were killing it just now with aerospace plot. Yeah. What about, what about rockets? Yes. Well, y'all were like, yeah, it's pretty easy to be flying around in space. Once you're up there, we've had some issues in the past. You got to reach escape velocity, said a clever guy. (laughs) But you Um, what about dark? 
matter. What about asteroids? Oh, dark matter. What about dark matter? When are we going to learn more about that? Shit about dark matter. I know. Does nobody know shit about dark matter? I don't know. We're just like, oh, yeah, we figured it out. There's a shit ton of dark matter. My understanding. 98% of the universe doesn't exist, and we don't know what it is. I was looking outside, and it's dark, but, like, I think there's some shit out there. It's matter. That doesn't matter. Ooh. Very cool. Cool guy. It's a little disappointing. You're like, we've been studying this for so long, and that's the best we got. Yeah. We just don't have the... Presumably some... Presumably somebody has better than what we just said. Probably not. <laughs> you know, probably not. I'm pretty sure this is the cutting no, this edge. Is a leaning authority on, uh, on black matter. Black lives matter. You know, this Black matters lives. Dark matters. Ooh, black matter lives. lives. Whoa. Whoa. I had a hilarious um, joke. I forgot what it was. Oh, it was, ba- <laughs> it was, it was back lives matter. I was What's doing a plug. Hilarious. I was doing a plug for my buddy's spinal rehabilitation business. Back lives matter. I'm just How did that go it. over? I'm on fire today. Uh, got a couple hundred likes. Would you agree? I'd like it. All, yeah, all you have to do, all you have to do so I whenever say you say something and it's just kind of dumb, you say, would you agree? And that immediately kind of places the ball in your court. And if you don't agree, then you're kind of a jerk. Yeah, and you don't I'm know why. And I'm like, hey, are you going to answer this? Do I, <laughs> do I agree? It's the nice thing about radio is you, you can't tell who's, who's actually looking at who. Mm-hmm. Um... Couple other uh, items before we before mm. we say goodnight. Mm. Uh, my car was broken into today. Mm. Sorry to hear that. Did they take anything? They took forty dollars cash. Oh, did they you have left? Cash just leave. Did you around? in my center console? I have an emergency cash fund yeah. in case they I, I window. Open, so they broke in. They opened. I'm, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I definitely locked it. And you know what they freaking did? They took my football out and they left it in the mud all night. So now my football is wet and muddy and cold. And honestly, that was that was the strongest reaction they got out of me. Was when oh. I realized like my football was there. Wait, was so so, so it was forty dollars cash, and then they got your football money. Oh yeah, they left my credit card. They left my sunglasses, and they left me in just a real stink. Are you sure that you didn't just get drunk and like go in and take your forty dollars out and then Look, spike? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Gonna victim blame them, but I was gonna ask. <laughs> hey, somehow they got into my unlocked car without breaking anything. And then they put my football in the mud. <laughs> they fumbled my football. No, the police are still on it, so everyone's a suspect. You made a at police report. No, but my landlord told me to do so. Oh, okay. apparently that's a move. Because like, what's that gonna do? But, so I learned that you have to make a police report in order to file insurance. Well, I'm not gonna. Oh, should I? I mean, it's forty dollars. Forty bucks. Yeah. Pocket change. But I don't know. I'm trying Michael to save Kane. up and get this dog. Uh, no, that wasn't my Michael Caine. So my, my Michael Caine. So but that's your Michael Caine. Like what is Michael Caine? Oh, He's having a seizure. He's having a seizure. Oh, no, I don't. Oh, Batman. No. But what if Master Wayne? She wrote a letter. And what if Master Wayne? I burnt that letter. Damn, he's crushing it. I need to work on my impressions. I, I just don't have those off the cuff. And I should. Your <laughs> Michael Caine was so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Jay says so. Oh, it was Michael Caine that got yeah. his car broken into you it. Oh God, they fucked my football in American style. Oh God. You put yourself out there, and sometimes you and just you get, get ripped apart. Rick, wrecked. <laughs> I don't know. Rick and Morty, great program. Great right joke. Which How I realized you... while we were talking, it sounds a lot like Rick, brick and mortar. Oh. Mm-hmm. Don't know if there's anything there. How do you 
brick into a car that's locked. Do you guys know how to do that? I did see yeah, do you have one of those scratches. Old no, it's new. It's 2018. Hey, did you I think got money. Like, money. It's leased, but... Uh, <laughs> her name is Kiki. She's a 2018 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Kiki. Do you love me? Are you riding? Say you'll never ever be from beside beef. Uh, how do you bring to... I saw... Did you call her side beef? I did. Very good. <laughs> I saw little scratches on the the key thing. Apparently, there are like tools and picks that you can kind of get one up. And I would think I, in a I've, new car, I've opened a car with the like coat hanger situation because the window was cracked. No, no, no. you can stick yeah, a coat the... hanger under the window. Oh, under the trim. And back through, and then you pull the little thingy up. Yep, that would make me feel better to know but that there was some. I don't know if they're making it's very hard like that anymore. Like, is a twenty eighteen going to be? Susceptible to a coat hanger. I trick. would think not. What year was the car that you uh, broke into? Trash. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so what's going on? Hold no, on. The turntables have. Well, well you know, I like, said anyone was a. It was sitting in the driveway point. for like at least three days. They weren't using it. The what? forty dollars or the football? <laughs> the whole car. It sounds like. <laughs> no, I did that to my own car. I like my my like keys in there. Yeah. Oh, this is my car now. <laughs> Finders take. Oh yeah, cop. No, it's mine. No, uh, no insight about how to break into cars or how to not break into cars. I did learn from that one person that we were sketchily friends with in high school how to disable a car alarm. Go on. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's like a little plate that you disconnect this electrode thing from. Honestly, I don't remember. I just remember that we did it at that time when we were trying to steal back our trophy that mm-hmm. got stolen after we won that beer tournament. Oh, yeah. I know who stole that trophy. I'll tell you guys about it after. Don't, don't want to <laughs> that bust trophy that we rightfully waves. earned. Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys did. We they, did. The, this, these culprits were indeed culpable. Mm. Um, I'm thinking, uh, Max, this is an inside job. Or at least stay in your lane. Let the, let the cops conduct their investigation and you take your own vigilante justice to the streets. I like that. I could get on board with that. You're gonna need you have some a superhero intense name? Intense vetting. Coach Beef. Oh. Coach. <laughs> He's like a, a superhero football coach <laughs> that you can look He's up to. Got a whistle that like stops time, oh, and he can throw footballs like a million miles an hour and just knock you out. Except uh, for when they're muddy. That's his one weakness. <laughs> that's my Every great hero has a. And edge that crypto. Oh no, my football's muddy. No. Dude, a wet football just uh, the grip starts to go and it, it's harder to catch and it, it's just a pain in the butt. You don't want wet footballs, you want dry footballs. Okay? Coach Beef. Okay. Coach Beef told me <laughs> I knew my footballs would be dry. Um Did y'all get the Snapchat I sent the other day of Top? Kind of sculpting. I did. Do y'all know what he was doing? I so somebody texted me back like, "Do you know what he's doing? Do you guys have a guess?" So he was outside on here's the our corner of Carrollton. Our, our school disciplinarian super, from high school. Which is the thing. People get a huge kick when I tell them that we had disciplinarians. That is kind of silly, isn't it? Yeah. And his name was Top. <laughs> yeah. So this bald disciplinarian man was just kind of skulking around the outside of the windows during the middle of the day. Any guesses as to why? Drones. He's looking for drones. Mm. Chemtrails, man. (laughs) (laughs) He was trying to catch people cheating through the windows. 
So everyone's no. looking at at the 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 door in the hallway, right, to see <laughs> that to make sure that no one's no one's dark. like <laughs> no one thinks to look outside the window. Honestly, it was he's, exams. He's so brilliant. He's he such a it's weird hope, but he's so. Can you imagine learning. that's your existence? Honestly, I cannot imagine a job as hard as trying to control fifteen hundred dudes, adolescent dudes. adolescent dudes. Yeah, seriously. Thirteen to eighteen. Admittedly, he did a really good job. Yeah, hats off to him. Hats off, tops to off, him. <clears throat> top, topped off. No, um, top. I'd rather. I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah. Top, top bottom. this gentleman off. No, <laughs> top him back on. <laughs> top back on. Top back on. Um, yeah, that. That's. Uh, I, I did not, not like him, and I don't like him. But he did a good job at his job. You you can't be a nice disciplinarian, right? No, but you also he's a in the name. Top, if you ever listen to this podcast, I'm sorry. Shout out to the Top. Shout out to the Top. He was kind of a he's jerk. One of the sponsors but on this podcast, job. right? I love that he's. I love that he's willing to get into the garden to look through the windows, try and catch people cheating. Dude hates cheating. Dude, dude hates cheating. Did y'all ever cheat on any uh, tests? No quizzes. You can you can kind of rationalize it. If I, it's a quiz, I, can't you? I remember cheating in fifth grade. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't know the question. Miss Carter's class. No, this was, um, Bohan. No, no, it was sixth grade. It was our history teacher. Miss Hall. The really sweet Ms. one. Sneed. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I didn't know the answer to one question mm-hmm. and I, I was sitting next to Jason Butler. Let's and, not use other right. people's names in incriminating context. Mason Smutler. Everyone always thinks they're so smart, and they just say the exact We had a quiz that day I didn't know about, and I remember like looking at this question, I was like, fuck, I don't know it. And I would never gotten a bad grade before, so it was like a big deal to me to one fuck up question, one thing. Though. Yeah, it was one question. And then I looked at Jason, and he gave me the big V. I mean, I looked at Schmason. You gave me a V. No, you could say. <laughs> All right, keep going. <laughs> yeah, now it's uh, too late, right? It's out. For uh, like the first person who like sailed around through the Panama Canal or something. Sure. It was. Do you even remember it? You don't even remember. I remember it. the answer. I don't remember what he did. Who well, what was, was the answer? The answer was Vasco da Gama. He was the map guy. He was. He made the world map. Something to do with cartography. I don't remember. Ferdinand Magellan was the first guy to sail. He sailed around the world. And I think that uh, something de Balboa sailed through Francisco the Panama. De Balboa. He crossed the Panama Isthmus. Uh, What's an isthmus again? It's a thin thing. Yeah, so you got two big parts of land, and then it's a little isthmus that you can sail boats so through. Straight. So in Greece, well, I think it, was, it sail, might have been a man-made sail, isthmus. Well, no, no, no. no. The isthmus is not the, the canal. The isthmus was what they spell it. Dig the canal on I S T H M U S. Okay. Isthmus. So oh, it's what you build the canal on. I think it's just a thin piece of land. Interesting. I love how you ask these questions that like are so easy to look up, but instead, <laughs> but instead of doing it, it's like, hey, how about you shit? Honestly, it? just the guess. Amount, of, the amount of things that could be fact checked on during this just whole thing. Guess what it is, <laughs> so that you forever sound like an idiot. Fair, <laughs> Fair enough. These, these don't get published anywhere, right? No. Well, there's sixty thousand. What? This There's pop- these episodes? Yeah, no, like, this year. you're recording me for your personal records, right? Correct, yeah. I no signed this waiver listen. so that you could personally just save this for no, yourself and no one else. getting a couple hundred downloads per episode, Monsieur Desbois Blanc. Wait, that's him. Hey, you said his last name. 
I thought we all do names. Oh, Not God. in incriminating contexts, guys. All right. Miss Sneed, I never cheated. I'm sorry. Love you, Miss Sneed. Bless Love you. you Miss she's still alive. So sweet. I think she's still Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Um, or a Happy Holidays. If you are driving in your car and you're drunk mm-hmm. and the policeman pulls you over and you infuse blood into your veins, does that help you on your BAC? All right, here's the thing I heard. Why you haven't do. you infused the blood before driving? This is a, like an emergency... I don't want to get a DUI. Te- like, and yeah, I guess you don't want to inject blood every time you drive. Well, yeah. But also, you shouldn't drive drunk. But here's the right, thing. Right, right, right. Here's, let's here's the thing that I heard you can do. You get pulled over. You keep a handle of liquor in your car. And then you take your keys out of your car. You throw them out of your window. So it's on the video that you threw your cars out of the window. And then you just start chugging the alcohol... And then as when they the show up, starts to see yeah, it. and so they show up and you're like, oh, I'm drinking a fun- fucking bunch of booze. And then when they blast you, they're like, oh, you're fucking drunk. I'm like, yeah. I did just but I wasn't driving well. drunk. It's like you get an open container or whatever. Or... I, that's a ball. That's a bold play. move. Bold everyone's move. everyone's really like a hard ass until that cop is like, got his nightstick on you. And you're like, okay, whatever you say. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no, I just drank it. I was drunk already. <laughs> terrible. Double drunk. Oh, God. Theoretically, though, if you infuse blood, let's say you zip. I do like keep a couple pint. bags of, of blood Who doesn't? in my car. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't, that, wouldn't that help your BAC? Your blood alcohol content? It's got to lower. Unless it's raise, drunk blood you that you've got donated okay, to. What is you raise the denominator. When you have a 0.1, does that mean 0.1%? That your blood alcohol content So to get 0.1%. you from like a 0.1 to a 0.08, how much more blood do you need? You guys are the rocket surgeons. <laughs> the, okay. you, it's six I, quarts. It's six quarts. My in, mother uh, today right? asked me, actually, I was talking really? about you. Is that it? She asked me if you're a mathematician. I am. He's a mathematician. Not. Ooh. Ooh, mathematician. I feel like you were so renowned for being a mathematician that my mother assumed you were a mathematician. I could get used to that, Cecilia. Yeah. I am way into that. You, you know? are the math expert. Miss Cecilia, this podcast episode is dedicated to you <laughs> and my my long, wonderful career as a, a mathematician. <laughs> um, no, you know, I did long division the other day. It felt oh. so good. Oh. When was the last time you carried the nine, wrote the little line, mm-hmm. did the... Dude, it's, it's Honestly, like... I do that on the reg. Do you really? Yeah. Why don't you just have the little calculator up on your... Well, I do, I do like a lot of... Uh, like, I do some woodworking, and you gotta do math. I really? do some trig on oh, the you reg. Oh, like you like to draw Come pencil on. onto the wood. Go on. Yeah. Well, what if kind you're of like, if wooden you're like, trig are you doing? Well, if you're like... Drawing some shit, you need some angles. You're like trying to make gotta, some gotta distances. Gotta hit the angles. Wait, what, what, what did you recently build that was wooden and required I art? I built random shit. Go on. Like tables. Cool. I, I made a trophy recently out of wood. And what what equations are you solving? I was just like, I need it to be, um, I like pick an arbitrary thing. I'm like, I want it to be 12 inches wide. I'm like sick. All right, now I want it to be sick. sick. <laughs> yeah, twelve. Inch I want it to long. be like it's my dick. <laughs> yeah, dies. Who needs a ruler? Dick length table. Nice. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm like, oh, what's the curvature of the head? Of my balls. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sick. <laughs> Very cool guy. Yeah, I built a perfect replica in wood of my ball sack. <laughs> Honestly, your side table As looks a, a bit table. like a dick. He did build it. It is nice. It's functional. It's functional. It's not good looking. It's 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 not good looking. It's a strange shape. But there's something cool about having built it yourself. About 
dicks. I mean, having I mean, built a uh, table. Uh, oh god. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay, that kind of about does it for me. Unless anyone has any philosophical conundrums or funny, interesting anecdotes before we move on to the final phase of our program. The blank, I guess that's, that's glaze-eyed no. stage. <laughs> we can't just ask, shit. like, yeah, oh, do you have that? conundrums ready? Don't you have any ex- existential angst? Like, I have a lot of existential why angst. Do, why do bad things happen to good people? Do you I, believe in good and evil? Yeah, but you can't yeah. just be like, do you have angst? It's like, yeah, we do. Oh, do you know cool physics things, Ian? Physics guy? There's a lot of pressure. <laughs> just handle <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, and there's a lot of pressure in physics. How do you think Cole becomes oh my diamonds? Honestly, that was brilliant. What do you agree? Solid pressure joke. Then we will sashay into the final phase of our program. What does that mean? Go with it. Just roll with it. I thought that's like where you secretly store things in a sashay. Sashay is is to wiggle. Mm, Right? Sashay. It's like a side to side. Apparently on podcasts you don't fact check people, but I don't think that's right. To find sashay. How do you even spell that? To walk in an ostentatious yet casual manner, oh typically God. with exaggerated movements of the hips and people... shoulders. That's what I was doing. Sashay, How do you spell that? Take you a guess. It. Yeah. Final answer. Take a guess. S a c h e. S a s h a y. Here are the three words that got me out of the spelling bee sashay. in fifth, sixth, and seventh grade. In Wait, chronological order. Spelling words. No, starry, fifth grade. S-T-A-R-R-Y. Good. Contiguous. C-O-N-T-I-G-U-O-U-S. U-O-U is a weird one. It is. And I was in sixth grade. I fucked up on fiery. That's a tricky one, too, though. There's a lot of eyes. There's some... (laughs) It's not... There's no fire in the word fiery. That is almost un-American. I don't like that. I know. Okay, sorry. Final one, municipality. Oh, Jesus. M-U-N-I-C-I-P-A-L-I-T-Y. And this was at the assembly. Wait, these are words you lost on? Yeah, I'm smarter than your fucking seventh grade motherfucking self. Try doing it in front of like Alice and Trine is in the crowd. Oh, God, she was so good at spelling. Dozens of. She wasn't good at spelling, but she was super hot. Admittedly, I don't remember who she was. You remember Alice and Trine, the hottest girl in the grade above us? No. Dude, you're blowing it. Anyway. Sorry. I was still being a boy <laughs> then. How? He was looking at trains. He was playing with trains. And Ian's going to hate this, but i got to ask. And you know what? I'll ask Evan first because Evan's a little more impulsive. <laughs> and he's been, all, he's been off the cuff very well Ooh. tonight. Final segment of the show. How can we make the world a better place? I like to end with maximizing our utility for the greater common good. What uh, what advice do you have gleaned from your existence that you think might help someone who hasn't thought about it in that particular articulation yet? It's a good question, Max. It really is. I don't know if I'm really uh, the best person to give advice at this point in our in our lives. You know, we're 26. Yeah, we've got a couple battles battle scars but well, like, have on. we really learned that much no no it's a preface max <laughs> it's a preface gotcha. <laughs> so something that's been helpful for me when I you know if, if like bad things are happening or you know you like didn't have the best day 
it's still an appreciation for the fact that you are the fact that you are experiencing and the fact that you are just alive in the moment and able to have those emotions and experience sadness or um, you know whatever that negative feeling that you're having that you're able to just be and have that have that cognition and being able to just be human mm. and then appreciating that and then really what it's all about is just having a great time and maximizing joys for, for for yourself and for everyone around you not don't don't step any, on anybody's toes mm. make sure that you're not being an asshole stay in your lane bro yeah. so maybe the meal isn't necessarily the tastiest right now, but at least you're sitting at the table. I'm saying enjoy your goddamn meal because it's fucking great. <laughs> Why compare your meal to other people's meals? You got a great meal right in front of you. I this is nice. That, brother. We're all sitting down together. Right? No, that's so true. There's so much anxiety and... And jealousy, and, and it's like, dude, just be happy with Don't what you care got. care about what other people have, yes. And maybe that's easy for us to say as men of such privilege and whatnot, but, but come on, count your blessings, and you will you will be in a much better mood at the end of that. I agree with that, Evan Shea. That's what I try to do. Thank you, Excellent Max. advice. What about you, Dr. DB? Hey, we change the world for the better? Ha- yeah, yeah. Triple teacher salaries. Ooh. That's the one. Hell yeah. Education. I can look back and I can look at a specific teacher to whom I credit the way that I think today. Which one? Miss Bigonet. Aww. Third and fourth grade. You loved Miss Bigonet. Room 10? Miss Bigonet, room 10. Yeah. She fucking killed it. She was just like, she inspired curiosity. One of the things I think super underrated, very small thing that she did, is she taught us to take notes as web diagrams. So we start with a topic. We're like learning about Shintoism, which is a thing she fucking taught us. Shintoism? Shintoism. I have not heard anything about Shintoism since she taught that to me in third grade. I don't know shit about Shintoism anymore. You don't know shit about Shintoism. Damn, why didn't I say that? That was good. good. He wanted wanted that. Anyway, so like she was like, okay, Shintoism, we're going to talk about that. Write that in the middle of your page. Draw a bubble around it. All right, now we're going to talk about the historical context of Shintoism. So draw an arrow and bring it to history and circle that and we're going to branch from there. Then we start talking about the historical concept of Shintoism. And we're talking about the tenets of Shintoism. And like, blah, blah, blah. Give me and a so tenet of Shintoism. Can you? I, t- I okay, literally right. remember nothing about Shintoism. Just make sure. I shouldn't have used it as my example. Is the front of your leg between your ankle and your knee? Shin and toe are pointed into the same direction. In high demand. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's, it was developed in Japan. I remember that. Sounds it's, Japanese. Yeah, that's the thing I know about Shintoism. Do you think in America we undervalue education and that's manifested absolutely. by the salaries that we give our uh, teachers? Absolutely. Uh, no, I think it's we undervalue the role that teachers play. I don't think we undervalue mm-hmm. education. It's the single easiest thing for both sides of the aisle to get behind. Right. It's like the best thing for society. Right. To have Everyone's like, yes, populace. we agree. Education's great. But I think Ian's absolutely right. You gotta value the teacher because that's the most, or at least what I have seen, is the most important aspect in terms of education in the classroom. Yeah, and every single student deserves a great teacher. 
every single student deserves a great teacher. It shouldn't be based on what neighborhood you grow up in. It shouldn't be based on whether or not your parents can afford private school. Every single student deserves a great teacher. Yeah. And if you pay more money, then you have, it, it, like, it elevates that as an as a occupation and... Yeah, yeah, how do we re-incentivize teaching? You know, why, why is that such a low You can barely caliber. even survive on a teacher's wage. Why is that the case? Why are we I giving all our money to the Kardashians? Like, I don't know. The coach beefs of the world. Hey. <laughs> Honestly. If, well, if you're a superhero, I hope you get paid well. <laughs> I'm invisible. I can tackle well. <laughs> not creepy. <laughs> not, not, I mean, you wouldn't know because I'm invisible, but, but totally trust me. But realistically, if we could take, I would absolutely approve taking whatever we need to out of our military budget to triple all teacher salaries for public schools. Yeah, we do have a pretty staggering military like deficit, like deficit as well, right? Like, aren't we trillions? And this is a whole another conversation. I don't want to open up another can of worms, but yeah, whole lot of money going into rocket launchers. Money on defense. Spend more money on defense than anyone else does. Combined. We spend mil- more money on defense than the next combined, right? combined. Oh my god, that's horrifying. Although, and is it almost? Are we in a black hole where we need to keep doing that? Because if we drop our guard, then we'll get wrecked. Well, I think it's less that necessarily we'll get wrecked, but we support a lot of um, power structures. Mm-hmm. So, like we support stability in a lot of places. Stability. I don't know if it's. I don't. I don't. I don't know that How we're actually stable. Supporting, it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But theoretically, like we are the dominant power. Bodyguards. Yeah. In most of the world, and so if we were to stop spending that money remove those bases like there is a power vacuum in those places Hmm. Um, and it's not necessarily clear what the outcome is of that in a lot of the world Mm -hmm. I think it's it's just been so tied to the identity identity of our nation the formation of it and identity me-ism seems to be kind of rampant when maybe it shouldn't be as so I'm going to say in closing you know what always fits and never goes out of style. Condoms. What? Condoms don't always fit. <laughs> you know what always fits and never goes out of style? Great posture and a winning smile. Mm. Ladies, gentlemen, everything in between. This has been episode number 68 of the Snowboy Dragon Podcast. Uh, you told us Boys. this was 69. That's what I said, 69. Yep. Oh, Snowboy yes. Dragon Podcast. Dudes, y'all are some super quality bros, and you always... Always have two of these in my book, and I'm glad that we've become buddies. Thanks he for coming on the show. He was throwing up middle fingers right there. It was uh, no, very, it was some thumbs up. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was a sweet moment. That. All right, we're out of here. Love you guys. Peace. <laughs>this is a commercial for my new movie available on amazon.com it's called the horse's ass it's a short film when four wild bridesmaids lose the family engagement ring during a raucous bachelorette party they bring to court the suspected culprit their stripper centaur here's a little audio teaser just for you the stripper stole my engagement ring time out did you really eat those scorpions my client is a proud member of a stoic race of mythical creatures he stuffed me like a turkey last night i am fatibity let the record show that he is a total dick are you sure you passed the bar i have never passed out not at the bar not ever Megan horse <gasps>
pagan whores, Your Honor. The defense calls Jean Latifa. I drove them to a ladies' establishment called Floppy Richards. I accidentally touched her booby area. Fuck you! Yeah, I pulled that tasty little wallaby out of the sea turtle tank. It's very true what they say about horses. Huge. We centaurs live by a code. Our gold must be earned, our women powerful. And preferably with massive breasts. Fantastically, I consent. But you gave it all up to become a mythical slut bag. Objection, your honor. If that sounds like it might float your boat, give a little click-see on that link in the podcast description. Check it out, giggle, and maybe even leave us a nice thoughtful review on Amazon describing your experience. Bless you, my child.